Blessed be the fruit, bookworms. I am of Danielle, and welcome to another episode of Not Your Mom's Book Club Podcast. I am joined with our fellow host of Chris. Hello. And Commander Ray. Hello. Ew. <laughs> all right, guys. What's I up, hated guys? it. Uh, I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> I just cringed. I cringed. Uh, no, what's going on, guys? Uh, again, I'm Josh. Lauren and Ray were here. Uh, we just read A Handmaid's Tale, so we're kind of like all all in on this one. Uh, it was very interesting. For those who are just turning in, we are a book club podcast. We read books, we review them, we talk about them, discuss them. And for those that are uh, pretty familiar with us, welcome back. Again, we read A Handmaid's Tale. I'm a little shook. Uh, before we even get it even into the like intro and stuff, I just want to issue like a trigger warning. If you get, if you're sensitive to uh, just sexual abuse or or just the mistreatment of women or what have you, uh, this probably isn't the episode to listen to. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. A necessary, a necessary one if you're able to handle it. If you're able to handle it, um, this is definitely something that we do need to talk about given our current situation uh, in this country. Unfortunately, uh, for those of you that don't know, Handmaid's Tale is a very popular Hulu show. Uh, it's it's got it's won a shit ton of Emmys. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a great show. I, I personally have only seen three episodes because it's it's a little too intense for me to watch it. I, I just I, I don't personally like seeing women like in peril and stuff. Like they even what was it that you guys watch Glow the second season of Glow? No, I, I haven't out. seen yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's a because they're advertising the first season for the for the Emmys. For the Emmys. The, but the second season is out and there's a scene there's like a Me Too scene that goes oh, on no. and I literally was pacing the whole time I couldn't take it. So this is like on steroids times ten. But Lauren, you've seen. Yes, yes, I've seen um, both seasons now. And how does it compare? I guess. To- um, it's it's pretty close. Okay. I feel like it's pretty close. There's some minor. Li- there's some liberties that are taken. I mean, with with any book to recreation. F- yeah, book to TV show or book to film. Um, but this actually was a film. We were talking about this earlier. This this was a film that was made in the 90s. 1990. 1990. Natasha Richardson and Faye Dunaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natasha Richardson, for those that don't know, was Liam Neeson's late wife. And she was also the mom in the remake of Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. Uh, Ray, you have not seen the seen the show or read the book. I know. I When you announced it on the last podcast, I was like, Handmaid's Tale. I don't, I don't, I don't I know that one. <laughs> and then I Googled, oh, my God. This? And then I Googled him. I had, I had the first thing that popped up was a Hulu show, and I'm like, oh, I have heard of this because I like Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, Mad, she's Mad great. Man is one of my top, oh my God, top yeah. shows. I don't know. I probably haven't seen this because I don't have Hulu. So I mean, that's why. That's why I haven't <laughs> I yet to watch program. it. But come on, yeah, right? especially I mean, being a fan of her and after reading this book, it's definitely on the list to check out. Yeah, for sure. So, I think after reading this, I'm like, I can handle this yeah. show now. I so, don't expect. I think. But yeah, going into this, I wasn't stoked for this at all. <laughs> Just a brief I was, summary. <laughs> I was walking in blind to this one. Yeah, uh, just a brief summary of what it's about. It's literally uh, this is kind of a, another dystopian uh, world. Um, everyone has gone infertile, and there's an uprising in the government, and it goes back to it takes over like biblical times, uh, where certain men are guaranteed handmaids to bear children, and this is just kind of a retelling of one of the handmaids, uh, what she goes through and what she experiences. So yeah, so I mean, like like Ray said, it, I. I didn't know exactly how, for me, I didn't know how exactly the book, how close the book was to the show. Uh, I was nervous, but pretty pleasantly pleased, as pleased as you can get with a book like this. (laughs) Uh, So without any more delay, I guess let's get right to it. Uh, Right off the bat. Are we going to start with the forward? You want to do the forward? We can do the forward. Um, I feel like the forward was kind of important because it 
it pointed out a, f- a few things before we jumped into the craziness yeah, of this world. It kind world. of like sets you up to what you're getting into, I feel like. Uh, yeah, and, and, and where the authors, uh, Margaret Atwood, where her... Her mindset, her mindset was, thank yeah. you, sorry, yeah. um, where her mindset was when she started writing this. I mm-hmm. mean, she was she was living um, in West Berlin. Right before uh, the fall of the Berlin Wall. Exactly. And she was, she was watching how people communicated with one another. There was secrecy. There was, their, their freedom was taken away from them. It was very limited. Yeah. And so it, it kind of sets the, the tone for the rest of the novel. And um, she discusses the the three questions that she's gotten most from from this book is is that is it a feminist novel is this anti religion and is this a prediction of the future? Before we jump in, do you guys think it's a a prediction of the future? Uh, I think it's definitely. I would say more of like a watch the warning signs. Yeah. Um, I feel like yeah, definitely maybe a prediction. Also, I feel like it's going. This is happen in the past in this country anyways is a big deal and i still like this is still a major issue in like in most countries where religion kind of fucks everything up not not necessarily yeah that too and then also a lot of religions out there like pretty much take or don't give women that many rights true like there's mm-hmm. some countries where like women have to cover their face up yeah you know so because of the religion this, this, this is probably going on like we might not mm-hmm. even know it you know yeah i mean um i think it's. It doesn't. I don't think it's a. The first question is it a feminist novel? There's. There's uh, signs. There's signs. I a little bit, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say this is 100 percent feminist. Right. I don't. I mean, it's not. She's not like talking about. You know. I. It's. It's difficult being. I guess. I guess being a guy too reading this. Yeah. Well, being a guy reading this, I never really caught, or maybe I missed it. I never really heard her write or the the, the narrator talk down on men. Or, no. You know, or, or talk shit on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, I, I never picked that up once at all. No, you're right. I think she definitely, which is a great way to approach a situation like this, is just have respect for both sides. Exactly. Because she did, she did see like point of view. Yeah. Um, she just didn't understand, like everyone, she just didn't understand why it was happening. Yeah. Like um, I never, being a man arena, I didn't feel angry. I didn't feel angry or I didn't feel like. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Yeah, 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 it's like, how dare you attack us? No, no, no. Well, also, I'm going to stop you there. I think uh, feminism in in its entirety is... It has gone askew in this day and age. Feminism is the equality of men and women. Mm -hmm. It's not man-hating. Right. And, And I think that's where this this question comes from she's like no this isn't hating men this is about the equality of all people right and in in the one aspect where she says it is feminist is that these women are are still resisting to fight for that right. they're having to read redo all of the battles and protesting and pushing that women before them had already done and in that way, it's feminist. But I, yeah, I think there's a, a defin that that definition needs to be redefined. No, you're right. Yeah, because people do get confused. Yeah, you know, a lot of people out there see feminists as bashing or 
I guess bra burning, maybe putting men down. Mm-hmm. When yeah, it is no, about it's, it's being not. equal. Yeah, it's about equality. And, and, and but, like, that shows yeah. through because they do talk about like how the les- the gay people are, are mistreated in, mm-hmm. in this, and she talks about how like even some of the men that that don't mm-hmm. want to follow the rules are are, are are also resisting how they're also put down or killed. Because uh, even even not even that, it's like the Quakers, the Baptists, yeah. the Jesuits, the mm-hmm. the Jews, they're all looked down upon too. Like if you don't agree with this, you know. It's it's you're you're gone. You're yeah. you're obsolete in the society. Um, so yeah, you to Lauren's point. Yeah, I, I I think yeah. I didn't mean I didn't mean to come off that way. Yeah, right. No, 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 no. But it's just like I've talked about this with people. I'm like I've mm-hmm. I've been around feminists, and like sometimes I feel like they're attacking me. I'm like what, I agree with you. I feel like everyone should mm-hmm. be equal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's I think that's why I came off like that a little bit. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine, Mike. <laughs> I love you. Okay. Lauren, put a switch 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 um, <laughs> My switch. We'll talk, we'll talk my switch. Like, we'll talk about it. <laughs> my switch weight is down. Uh, um, and as for your question, Ray, about this being a prediction, my one of the favorite things that she said in here because I hate to think that there's material out there like this that's a warning that people don't heed. She says, let's say it's it's an anti-prediction. If this future can be described in detail, maybe it won't happen. But such wishful thinking cannot be depended on either. True. So it's like, the more we talk about it, and maybe the more that we implement what we talk about, it maybe it won't happen. Yeah, because yeah. I think, you know, as long as it's still in the conversation, I think as long as people are still thinking about it, and there's still uh, thoughts being processed. I think mm-hmm. one of the big wins is is uh, what's her name? The one that won the dropping her name. She has a really it's that's like a three word. She won the New York um, preliminaries, and now she's up for a Senate seat. Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, 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 oh, she just won. She just she won. just she's won. A huge thing. She's a completely republic. She's a democratic libertarian or democratic socialist. She's she's huge up on it, and I think you know that I think is is a sign of progress, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and because she, and because of her conversation of what she's talking about with equality for women, equality for the LGBTQ plus community, uh, equal pay for everyone, uh, paternal and maternity leave, all that, you know, stuff that is, seems like it's a bad thing to mm-hmm. other people, but it's actually like a necessity nowadays. Um, I think it's, it's books like that and stories like her win that like keep this darkness from becoming a reality. Yeah. Definitely. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, that's it. There she goes. There she goes. That's the next in the house, baby. Um, and then we skip chat. The second question is: Is it anti-religion? I don't think it's anti-religion. I think it's anti-taking religion and manipulating it to your own personal gain. Um, because it, it, yeah, it, you know, I agree. that's the same with, um, you know, you could say the same with like a brave new world, you know, mm-hmm. they took, they took these things that were their own Magna Carta or whatever, and they just, they twisted it to, to fit their own selfish needs. Same with the men. I mean, they were just mm-hmm. like, well, you know, well, the Jacob did it. He was the father of Israel and he took Leah and he took her hands made. He took Rachel's hands made and he yeah. had sex with them. Abraham did it. Why, why don't we do it? It worked for them in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Why not it work for us? And then all this crazy nonsense with or them. maybe it just or I can also see it be like taking religion and like making it something more make it something else like I feel like people misjudge or misread what religion is for sure agreed like agreed when you take a lot of this is um and she and Alfred mentions it in here is they take verses out of the Bible out of context or just yeah, make things yeah. up they just make them up yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, that's how it starts off it takes one one person who believes it a certain way and then he preaches it or they preaches it, and it goes that way. Yeah. 
Or, I mean, you, you see it with, like, the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. You know, it's it's a Baptist church, but they take their own hate speech, infuse it with verses, mm-hmm. twist it to their own thing, and they think, they, you think, they're, they think they're doing right by God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, it's not, that's, they couldn't be farther from the truth. So that being said, that was the Ford. Um, Let's I already dive on in. Bottle of water with that. Me too. Jesus, I'm dehydrated. I'm already sweating. Oh my god, this is getting good. This is getting good. Uh, so the first chapter, um, she kind of. This is all first person view, and this is all stream of consciousness, which kind of made it very hard to read because she jumps from one idea, one of her thoughts to another. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, beautifully written because I, I did feel like I, I feel like these thoughts were mine. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. I totally get it. Uh, she starts kind of like explaining the center, which is where they tra- the Rachel and Leah uh, learning center, which is where they tra- train all the handmaids about um, what they are to do, the rules, what they you know, um, how they are to serve their commander. Because basically, what happens is there's these men, these affluent men that are the commanders. You never know what they're commanders of. They just call them commanders. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a wife. They have wives. Commanders' wives. Commanders' wives. They're owned. Um, yeah, that's what sucks. Mm-hmm. They're property, too. Um, and they can't have children. So, the, what the handmaids do is they're assigned to these men strictly for their uterus. That's all they're there for. Just like how uh, they repeat the, the verse when uh, Leia... Is it... She, I, if I remember directly, doesn't she trick Jacob to sleep with the handmaid? Because she can't get pregnant? And so... Because I, I remember... The one I remember too is, is Sarah with Abraham. Sarai with Abraham. She mm-hmm. tricks Abraham to sleep with... The, with uh, uh, I don't think she does because she says, Here's my servant, Bal... Bal- Bilal. Bilal, yeah. Bilal. Go into her. Go into her. uh, uh. So, yeah. So, I mean, they just... It's this whole belief of, like, because these are God-fearing men, they can make these women their property. Also, too, now, men now aren't, like, they... Some of them are not fertile, right? Right. Most of them. And then, now, were there women? Were there... Was there an issue with them being pregnant? So the the thing is is it's it's infernal on both sides, but the men refuse to blame it on themselves because there's a lot mm-hmm. of questions. Yeah. There's there's quotes in throughout the book where even uh, Offred's commander's wife is like, I think it's him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's you know. But again, in a male in a male dominant society, they're not. It's crazy say, that it's that, not us. Yeah, like the commanders are the ones that are still like, oh, I can still make babies, right? When mm-hmm. really, if, if the case is it's the guy's problem. Like why wouldn't, why, the, yeah. why wouldn't the girls be the commanders? You know. Yeah. Why can't yeah. they find a way to do it themselves? Exactly. But I mean, the thing is too is like what's fucked up is these commanders are, t- are already old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're they're like fifty something years old. Oh, so it's the younger generation that they're having issues. It's it's well, it's, it's, I think it's, it's, everybody. it's all because of them. It's the epidemic of syphilis. AIDS. Oh, that's like right, there's that's right. the and and because of like. Herbicides and stuff that's Don't going on in the world. Don't they mention Agent Orange? I could have sworn mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm-hmm. Agent Orange gets mentioned and like how it got, uh, it, they couldn't contain it and it kind of yeah. spread through the population and infected everyone. Um, yeah. In there, I mean, which I guess, and, and remember, she wrote this like in the eighties, mm-hmm. but she doesn't, but, it, but she does a really good job of not giving you an idea of where it is. In yeah, I know. Time. It seems yeah. like uh, it, could I mean, ha- it yeah. could have happened any. I mean, there's no cell phone, so it had to happen sometime between two thousand, but like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like it was a dystopian future, but it also felt like it real. was a, uh, real, and it also felt like just the way it was. Like there wasn't really mention on technology; it just felt also like it would as a past thing as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just felt like oh, she went home. She didn't call her husband. She just went home and waited for him. Yeah, she called him at the house. Yeah, but it didn't seem like <laughs> well. And then we'll, we'll get into it too because she does a little bit talk about the technology that was advanced around the time before 
this whole mm-hmm. craziness took place. Um, right, so we learn about the, the gym that they're staying in, the, the ants, ants that patrol them the, with cattle prods. The older women that are kind of like the, the wardens of, of the teachers of the handmaids, they're called ants. And I guess we can assume that they're older women that are meant, that are believe full heartedly in the cause, but can't have babies themselves. They either yeah. surgically did it or had menopause and they're, they're no longer uh, valuable for their uterus. So they have grandmas. To, yeah. Really evil means they're, because they definitely have like a, a code. Yeah, that they they're all like follow. the what's yeah. what's her name in Matilda? That oh old yeah, that crotchety Chris, that's lady. exactly who I thought of when they were like mentioning yeah. it. I saw her face. You just Matilda us right now. <laughs> <laughs> And then we learn about the angels. The angels are soldiers. They're the ones that are on the front lines fighting. Um, because I guess there's the angels are the ones that are outside of the gymnasium, right? Yeah. So, uh, oh, those are the guards. The, the, those I are the guardians were the guards. No. No, no, not there. Angels are at the center, okay. but they also angels also fight. Guardians don't. They're, right, that's they're, right. They're just there to protect yeah. the, or like to keep the peace. remedial police. Yeah. <laughs> the pulpal arts. Yeah. <laughs> mall security. They're mall cops. Mall yeah. cops. Uh, I like how like these things are like biblical terms, angels, guardians. Yeah, because right, of the whole thing is Old Testament, bro. It's Old Testament. So funny, um, angels carrying guns. That's and then, uh, humorous to me. <laughs> there's, a, there's a part where like she, they, you know, they're allowed to kind of like walk the grounds because they have to walk in twos to like mm-hmm. keep not so much to watch each other's back, but to like if someone slips up, they're supposed to like turn yeah. the other one in. But she talks about like just looking at these guards, how like she wants to know if she can like s- like offer herself up to them for like freedom, which is like super sad. It's like she's like I'm willing to like sex have sex with whoever is willing to let me pass these gates into freedom because she's she's already done mm-hmm. uh, with this. Chapter two, I guess we go. She's she's at her house. She's at the oh, commander's house. Oh, sorry, sorry. Really quick before yeah. chapter one, we also learn that they do not keep their names. That's right. Their names are, are forbidden. They become uh, of whoever. So like in the uh, in our intro, we mm-hmm. addressed our uh, who we belong to, and Ray's just a he's a pimp, so he's a commander. <laughs> he's a commander. <laughs> commander. Ray don't belong to no one. Um, no, so uh, so we also there's there's girls that are, are mentioned and it's Alma, Janine, Dolores, Moira, and June. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in the intro too, she even says like some people believe that Alfred is just June, like mm-hmm. her real name is June because she never says her real name. Yeah, we never find out her name. But all the other names are, are mentioned once or twice. She said that it could be believed that she didn't originally intend it. Right. Which is weird, but why would you mention five? It's just it's one of those things where like I feel like she says that, but at the same yeah. time she's like I know what, what the real name is. Um, so anyway, we go to chapter two. She's at her house, at her commander's house, well, her room. And uh, <laughs> it's crazy, like, when you read, like, all the precautions they did to prevent suicide. Like, yeah. there's no mirror. Um, there's the gla- nothing to hang off there's of. There's nothing to hang off. The chandelier's gone. The glass is shatterproof. Like, the, like many, like, a bunch of handmaids kill themselves for them to, like, mm-hmm. get everything out of the room that yeah. caused that. Which, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, like how many have you gone through? They've worked out <laughs> all the kinks. Yeah. No one's killed himself in this room. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no it's, it's, it's like, it's like a, you know, like in prison where, like, they take away your shoelaces. Yeah. They, they keep, like, all the glass, like, not even glass. It's like a, pl- like a shiny plastic, mm-hmm. you know. You and know, the door like, doesn't even show all the way. No, There's yeah. no lock. There's no, yeah. It's crazy. Um. We, we learn all their colors for their class. Yeah, so it's just like, it's crazy how, like, in Dystopian, even because in Braided World, it shows, like, color mm-hmm. com- commandeers where you're yeah. at. It signifies class, it signifies purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so red is for handmaids. Um, and then they wear, like, this hat that, like, blocks their face because the only people that can see their face is their commander. 
um, which like Ray said, like one of those religions, like I think it's, it's, you know, Muslims that they have, the women have to come out and they're, and yeah. they're, they're, they can't be seen only by their husbands. Um, which is fine. I mean, if that's what you believe, that's what you believe. And their hair always has to be covered. Their hair has to be covered as well. Um, Commanders I think black. In the back to like the intro when uh, the, uh, Margaret was talking about writing this book, she was traveling when she was writing this. So she probably got a glimpse and like saw all different types of religion. Yeah. Maybe yeah. must have fed off of that a little bit. Probably. I mean, yeah, and that's, totally. Yeah. But I think all religion at some point is relative. Mm-hmm. They all come from one core. Uh, and they all have some Mm -hmm. basics because it was written like thousands of years ago Um, then they're introduced to Rita she's a Martha hate Rita Uh, Rita's Rita's kind of a grumpy uh, grumpy (laughs) Rita 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 Rita. Rita. (laughs) that girl Rita she's really crotchety but I understand I understand Rita I don't think she wants to be there either but she's just like Mm -hmm. fuck it Um, but she's a Martha and uh, Martha's weird Blue, right? Was it blue or green? Dingy green. Dingy green. Green because the wives are blue. That's right. The wives the were blue. The wives were right. blue. Um, but apparently Marthas can have kids naturally by choice. Or they can't have kids. I'm sorry. The Marthas are the ones that like also chose to like either physically have like their tubes tied or they mm-hmm. just... They just stain. Yeah. But they still want to help. So the Martha and Cora is, is a, is a maidservant, uh, maidservant as well. The three talk... Well, Cora and Rita talk, and, and they just kind of treat Offred like she's just not around, um, I guess because of her standing in the house. I think Rita's older, and Cora's a bit younger, so she's little trying to be inclusive yeah. of Offred, but not really. Yeah, because she's like in her mid-30s, right? Like Offred's Offred, 33, 33. Yeah. I think Cora's younger than Offred. You think Cora's younger than Offred? I, think, I thought she might have been maybe like, 37, maybe like a couple years older, like 37. Uh, I, in, I think in the... In the move in the show. Sorry, sorry. I was trying to think which one I'm in. Moving pictures. Um, In the show, I think Cora gets introduced a little bit later on, and she's younger. Younger. Okay. Um, But then she also in chapter two mentions her husband, Luke. Luke. Luke is mentioned a lot. Yeah, Uh, it's very sad. Um, Chapter three, we're introduced to the commander's wife. She is has arthritis, arthritis. Yeah. <laughs> and she does not in the show. She does not have that problem. Really? Oh, that's right. I do because like and she's I, a lot, and she's older. younger. She's, yeah, she's younger she's in the show. Younger in the show. Like an old maid. Uh, yeah, she she has gray hair, and like I felt like she was like falling apart. Yeah, they also make around there. They also make the commander sound really old in this one too. Like in in the show, he seems he's maybe young, maybe young. six or seven years older than Alfred. Yeah, like he's not that old either. But she's also very like stern toward Offred, but understandably mm-hmm. so because this is a woman that her husband is like trying to have. A baby I think she's with. just she's just like standoffish or a bitch to like all the handmaids because she knows why they're there. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, I think every wife has a right to be a bitchy toward yeah. the handmaid yeah. because it's like they didn't ask for this. Yeah, the handmaid is a necessity, and imposed un- by the government, not necessarily. Yeah, like, I don't know if it was this chapter or the next, but Serena Joy. Yeah, was, this, this her name. This is this she, chapter. Uh, she was for this movement, right? She was for... Yeah, like, she was yeah, yeah. totally... Well, she was a, and then it totally backfired. She didn't think it was going to apply to her. Well, she didn't and think she, like, she oh, was going to get infertile. Oh, yeah. You know true. what I mean? Like, it's one of those things. 
So that's funny that you say that because in the show, um, Serena Joy is making like making a speech and she ends up getting shot in the uterus. Oh, and so whatever. it makes her. <laughs> oh, sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. I didn't know that. I haven't uh, seen it. I haven't, I haven't seen it for me. Hey, <laughs> you stopped watching it. Hey, I'm manning up. I'm trying to watch this. Uh, but yeah, but she, which is weird is because Offred saw her like as she was a gospel singer on yeah. a TV show back in the day. So like Offred grew up on her. And then now to know to be like banging her husband, like it's like, oh, didn't think we'd both be here. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, then it's not strap is like, like I'm just standing, I recognize you from somewhere. Holy shit. It's fucking it's Serena Serena Joy. Joy. I just started calling her SJ at this point. SJ? That's, that's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, she didn't That's cute. She didn't speak to her for five weeks. I she, don't blame her. I don't I don't blame her either. I mean I do, and I don't. Like, she's one of the people who wanted this implemented, so she better suck it the fuck up and take it. I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're fucking right. I mean, it's it's just... It's so I wish you guys just saw Josh fan himself right now. It's fucking hot. It's, it's hot. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Let's get this Ooh, book. Little. It's hot this book got you that bad. It's, uh, it's, He's it's, like, <laughs> I'm saying it's hot, but I'm actually fanning back tears, man. Just like tears of passion and anger. Uh, so chapter four, she's leaving the house. She's going to go to the market. She see we were introduced to Nick, who is the Ooh. commander's driver. What do you guys think about Nick? Uh, I knew from the show. I knew. I knew they're gonna. Get I kind of knew what was gonna happen right off the bat. I did too. I haven't seen the show, but I felt like the show makes it more steamy. Ooh. Well, it is steamy. Even this, like, even it's a like, dude from uh, the HBO show, fucking The Night of. The Night of, right? I like that guy. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, great. he's a great actor, uh, but in the book. <laughs> but in, in the book, in yeah, the back, book. back to the book. Back to sorry, the book. sorry, 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 sorry. Um, no, like I. You he can, winks at her. Yeah, like you can tell he's yeah. a funny he's yeah. a guy. But I think I mean he may be an eye though. Dun yeah. dun dun. And that's the thing. So that's what it said too. Is like everyone is technically you don't know who's an eye, and an eye is someone that reports to the higher ups whether or not you're was not falling in line, following the guidelines. And, yeah. and they come in this black van and they steal you away out of no, nowhere, and then your no. your existence is done. It's appeared. It's scary. Uh, but what? <laughs> but, but apparently, like he smokes, so it's like, oh, he has issues to the black market. He has like connections to the black market. He was kind of like, I mean, he was the only guy in this household. But yeah, like, like with the weed and smoking, it's like this guy is a badass. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy, Ray. He would be a bro with Ray. Yeah. Ray should have changed his intro to Nick. <laughs> yeah. Ray and Nick. Uh, 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 let's see. So then, oh, then she, we meet her walking partner off of Glenn. Off Glenn. Off Glenn. Off Glenn. Um, and this is where her original partner just disappeared. So, like, she's new. Like, Off Glenn to her is, is new. Like, it's not who she's been walking yeah. with these past couple yeah. of times she's been here. And they have to travel in twos to town. Right. Yeah. So they're protected, but really, they're just meant they're to spies for out. each other. Yeah. yeah. They're just <laughs> to hold each other accountable. But uh, Off Glenn tends, seems to know a lot about what's going on outside. Um, something about fighting with Baptists I thought was very interesting. Um... And then what they do is uh, they they uh, respect the, they pass by the guardians. They have checkpoints they have to go through. And I thought it was very interesting. Mm-hmm. The guardians like salute the handmaids. That's right. Because, respect because they yeah that's for like, their duty. Yep, for their uterus. For their mm-hmm. because they yeah they have a, they have a they have a mission. They have a mission to keep this this whole train uh, going. And uh, Alfred makes. Eye contact with one of the young guardians well, gives him a little hip swing well, on the way. Yeah, like a little, she looks a little body flirtation. What I thought was interesting though was that how they shot. She talks about how the guardians are very young and inexperienced, and how they shot a Martha because they thought she was carrying a bomb. She was just pulling out her pass. 
Um, it's kind of like, yeah, fucking eighties. Like, even police brutality is like. <laughs> I know. I literally was about to say, I was like, <laughs> I was like can't escape it. Damn. Can't escape it. Um, but I mean, that's what happens when you put these unexperienced trained kids, and you put them in these situations, and you tell them like, don't fuck up, so the yeah. pressure's already in their head, and then they're like, you could explode today, and then next thing you know, they're like, oh my god, she's reaching. Yeah, and it's 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 crazy. It's just sad. Um, so yes, yeah, so and then she that's what she calls it something to think about, which suck but that's like her revenge because guy no mm-hmm. one's allowed to masturbate in this world, which mm-hmm. is a terrible world, in my opinion. <laughs> People should be able to take care of themselves. I think that leads to less rape and less aggression, uh, mm-hmm. in general. Uh, but I digress. Uh, chapter five, they enter the town of Gilead, which is kinda like the the main hub of this whole new uh, world. It's what they call a neutral territory. Yeah. So like no fighting is there, nothing uh, obscure is allowed there. But Aunt Lydia mentioned something about how like Gideon. They tell the handmaids like Gideon is within you, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming is like the children they are supposed to bear. I guess I don't. What did you guys get from that? That one confused me. I was like, what does she mean? The city is within you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think you're along the right lines. Where it's like yeah, like it's just it's whatever is inside of them is the thing. I. The city is within you. The city is within you. I guess yeah. uh, I guess that makes sense. Like the population, whatever. Anyways, uh, but we see more different colors uh, in in this one. Like we see the the red stripes. Yes. We see uh, a lot more blues. Which again, it's a recall to Brave New World. How like the alphas and the deltas and the betas, they all have their own specific color mm-hmm. that they had to uh, wear. Uh, I thought it was interesting on how she says like she feels safer now walking the streets because now they can't. Their men aren't allowed to catcall. They're not yeah. allowed to. Like, or that they don't them. want to. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. One of there was a quote about that um, that Aunt Lydia makes. Actually, she's like, "There's freedom to and freedom from." Um, in the days of anarchy, you had freedom to do things. Now there is freedom from things. Yeah. So freedom from violation and and sexism and blah 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 but sexism exists clearly yeah um, so like it's like there's like a bright side to it i guess yeah but it's one of those things like in brave new world like you agree with certain aspects of it but mm-hmm. the way they're going about it sucks going, yeah. going back to the street call yeah this definitely and then she talks about that how like she doesn't miss or that she doesn't get cat anymore mm-hmm. and it, it seems like she used to hate her i think she might say like well yeah everybody bottom. doesn't that's not a yeah. enjoyment yeah, yeah and then at the bottom here the highlighter came out. Oh. Yes, <laughs> the highlighter. The highlighter. Awkward says, "Now we walk along the same street in red pairs, and no man, no man shouts obscenities at us, speaks to us, touches us. No one whistles." I feel like mm-hmm. a, a little bit of, of her kind of like missed that, or a little bit of her like she, it just she. I guess she doesn't might not feel like a woman anymore. She might not feel like. I feel like it's a double edged sword of. Now we're free from we're free from all of that. Yeah. But we don't have the freedom to be feminine. There's no freedom to to be to feel sexy. To yeah. feel to sexy. Show off. Yeah, yeah, but no and with, without like brain. there shouldn't be any sort of Yeah, like a guy should be able to look at a girl without him being like, "Damn, baby, what's up, girl?" Well, true. You know what yeah. I mean? There, there's there's a way of doing it and then there's an appropriate way of doing it. There's, mm-hmm. Yeah, like of all things. Yeah. But, um, and, and this brought me back to at my work. Uh, we a shaman came one night. Like I, I never, I never know what's going on. Like a legit voodoo shaman. Like a shaman came. That's and started, amazing. Like, started talking That's about amazing. it. And I was working, so I'm like waiting tables. I'm fucking running. I'm sweating. And then I, I come out of the kitchen. And I just see like. By the way, most of the people in that were like females that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everyone was going crazy. Hands were risen up. 
people were shouting, and I go to my other server, I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on? I know. It's goddamn It's like, dude, like, people are reacting. I'm like, but what? I guess the Shama was talking about, like, again, this is what he was saying. It's not what I agree or, or this is not coming from me. He was saying that females nowadays play the victim. And when you when you're walking the sidewalks, when like, he was talking to the females, like mm-hmm. when you girls go out there walking the streets and you get catcalled or whistled out, you know, take it as a take it as a as a compliment. I think as a compliment. She like keep your head up. Like don't don't let you don't put yourself down. Like don't let these guys put down you. Like don't play the victim. And like he was just saying this, and people were fucking going crazy. Yeah. Lawrence Vane's popping yeah. out of her head right now. <laughs> she's she's, she's holding her telly. Uh, uh, reading this brought me back to now. I'm like, oh my god. I'm trying not to. So what do you? I guess if you want to better see what you feel about it, like what? Do yeah, you, yeah, what Lawrence, you Like what are you? I mean, I can tell by just by your body language, your thoughts on it. But please, uh, I mean, because I've never been. My thoughts on the I don't show. know how that feels. I've, I've never walked the streets and, and I've been yelled at. And that's or before street. Lauren gets in. We as men should not have an opinion on that because we, you know what yeah. I mean? Like we, that does not happen to us at all because, no. you know, women aren't stupid. Yeah. You know, it's that whole mach- machismo thing. So like we as, a, like, it's like us commenting on childbirth. Yeah. We have no right to fucking talk about that. But Lauren, go ahead. Take it away. <laughs> I thought I'd bring it up. No, no, no. I just no, to I'm glad, I'm glad, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because. <laughs> we'll sit back on this one. Um, oh man. Wow. I'm trying to, I'm trying to not cuss as much as I just did in, in my head. Ladies and gentlemen, if you need to let it out. We have um, this is a mature rating from here on I think uh, everyone knows it's I, explicit. Yeah, it, I mean, we put an explicit thing on this. I, I can't tell you, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've questioned what I'm about to wear before I go outside. Mm. Every day, it's like a consideration. And I, I get comments from family members sometimes like, why do you dress so grungy and disgust? Like, why do you, why you do you wear... That? Why do you wear why do you wear like clothes that aren't very feminine and that don't fit that you right? That 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 hide your figure. You have such a cute figure. And I'm like, well, you know what? Whenever I go walking outside by myself, I get honked at, I get whistled at, I get followed. I went to the gym. I went to the gym and was followed around the gym after an hour of working out to have some man follow me to my car. Because he thought that that was that I was inviting him by wearing athletic wear to go work out and take care of my body, that it was okay for him to follow me to my car at ten thirty at night. I don't see how that's okay. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. So yeah, would it, this I I get why she's like, wow, it's nice to not have men say things or look at you inappropriately or like feel like you're in any sort of danger but at the same time it's she's there there's nothing about her life that she has control over True. yeah so it's truly a double-edged Excellent. sword just real quick, one more time for you guys out there. Don't be idiots. But I think what she was getting at that, what a highlight that I, I said, I think she just missed being a notice, I guess. Because now mm-hmm. guys totally. in this world can't even look like the angels have mm-hmm. to have their backs well, the guard, And the guardians mm-hmm. have to can look be no temptation. Them. Well, they have to mm-hmm. hide their face. And know? then that sucks. Like, you can't, like, show your body or wear grudge and stuff. Because, like, if you do, like, show some skin or look nice you know you are gonna get honked at but if she's wearing Mm -hmm. you know hiding her body like why are you hiding your body yeah just like it just sucks being a woman man it sucks and it doesn't it i 
there are there are wonderful, wonderful men. Like you guys are great, and my, my the men in my life are wonderful, and and it takes a man to appreciate a woman in a in a respectful in the way. in a respectful way, and it also takes a man to raise sons who respect women. Yeah, exactly. So. I'm I'm not gonna hate on every dude out there because there are a lot of really wonderful wonderful men that that stand up for women. Right. I just think that there are some shitty ones that that really ruin it for people. Yeah, there's a lot of good shamans <laughs> yeah. out there. And, there are, <laughs> and, and oh yeah, and Ray and Ray, there are also there are women who do sometimes play the victim, and and to those women, I I heed you. I heed you totally. to to not yeah. ruin someone's life because of of a of a mistake that you think you made. So with that, let's move on. On a brighter note. On a brighter note. <laughs> we well, I don't know if it gets brighter from here. You, you should. This thing went on for like two hours at my work. You're like people were eating dinner. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> people were walking out like that. Wait, let's go back. Let's go let's back. Go back. Um, so they anyway. see a pregnant handmaid. Oh yeah, which is like a super big deal. It's fucking Janine. Yeah, the crazy ass. It's crazy Janine. Crazy eyes Janine. Um, but we, uh, but as we get into it, we they explain about her life a little bit, which is understandable why she's crazy. But it looks like one of those things where she's because she's pregnant, so it's like she should be resting, but she's doing it for the glory, like to be fond over, like oh my god. Ba- this is back to back to what we we're just talking about. I think like they, the women in this store, this world, yeah, they don't get. They're treated like yeah, they're, I fucking mean, especially garbage. handmaids. Yeah, because so, just I mean, like, I can't blame her for going out there like pregnant. Like, oh my god, finally, like people can notice me. Right, finally, people can like yeah, look at me. Exactly, I'm human. Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's one of the, everyone needs a healthy ego. Everyone needs their ego stroked every now and then. That's fine. Um, yeah. Then she, um, Alfred, Alfred <laughs> remembers. The one thing you took yeah. from that. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay, and then, then over here. You need to tone down the shaman, bring it back <laughs> to the Japanese anyway. tourists that confront them on the way back. Oh yeah, mm. which was weird. And then this is when we realize it's not all over the world. No, no. but I'm surprised they're even letting people. I guess right? just, I guess to kind of show off, like, look what we've done with our new society. I think that is Let's, what it is. You know what I mean? Or, try, or also try to like make everyone, the whole world, do this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like to say, look what we've done. This is look how yeah. peaceful. You guys should do this too. But they said too, like the interpreter, like asked them, like tell them, like they want to know what you guys are and stuff like that. Like if you're happy, and according to her, like interpreters are eyes because mm-hmm. like most of them are are like been told to like be very careful. And all she's, they're secret shoppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, I hated that. I hated secret shopping. In the yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So anyway, offer is just like shoppers. yeah. It's, you didn't oh, have that. What's that? Oh, basically, like if you're at a store, if you work at a store, a Ray and I used to work yeah. at the Crummy Fitch. They from corporate corporate hires these people to go into the store and pretending they were they're like buying shit like customers. And then what they do is they grade the like the service. They grade like how polite everyone was. Oh they grade the cleanliness. Like, are you happy here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you enjoying <laughs> shopping? Yeah. yeah, fucking hate this fucking so, store. So that's why I said that because the eyes are like secret <laughs> shoppers. They're, they're secret tourists. Oh my <laughs> god! I hate that so much. Oh. I have PTSD from that. Uh, so anyway, moving on to chapter 26. Uh, 26? Wait, I'm sorry, Where chapter 6. Chapter 6. Jesus. We dude. jumped the whole fucking 20 chapters. No, uh, chapter 26. A uh, 6. <laughs> they take the long way to the, see the wall. Yeah, uh, well, they pass by a church. That's one of the things, too, because there's like a mm-hmm. graveyard in front of the church, and like off-glen, like, kind of like 
stays quiet about it. She's like, oh, does she have someone that's probably buried here from long ago, whatever. Yeah. But then they get to the wall. The wall. And this is where they display, it's very crude. So they display the bodies of, like, offenders of mm-hmm. this world. And um, the bodies are there to discourage people from actually, like... Yeah. Um, from committing disobeying. sin. So the ones on the wall this time are doctors. And according to Offred, it could be those that, like, often offer abortions. The, there's a sign on them that, that had a fetus on it, I believe. It was n- notating that they they committed abortion or not committed abortions. They uh, carried out abortions, and these crimes that the doc that the doctors were hanging for that they were uh, punished retroactively. Like these, they they had found in some files a long time ago that yeah. they that they had performed an abortion, and they were hanged after the fact, like years and years later. Yeah, they're not fucking around. I mean, that it's just one of those. I guess it's one of those things where it's like if we squash it now, yeah, it won't come up later. And then off Gwen starts crying at the side of it, which I get. I mean, it's intense. Um, how do how do you guys feel about abortion? Hey, man, it's like I said, it's one of those things. Like if I if I, we have no as a man, I feel like I have no say on the matter because mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with me. I mm-hmm. think I think a woman should do with what she has going on. I believe it's it's the woman's choice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's yeah. it. I feel like that's what sucks about like how the government's involved in it because there's just a bunch of dudes saying like you can't have it and it's old like dudes. Old, old, <laughs> old dudes that are on their way out yeah. you know yeah. and it's just one of those things it's like you know what but it's fine when their mistresses are pregnant yeah. it's, it's bullshit it's just mm-hmm. all bullshit and I think a woman it, whether you know it's whatever yeah. have the baby don't have the baby it's you know do you think- I think it's not a good method of birth control I think it's uh, no for sure I mean I'm I'm religious so I, I feel like for me, I would. I don't know if I'd make that decision unless unless it was a very dire circumstance. Um, but I do believe that that not all women believe in God, or or, or yeah. if they do, they believe that He's merciful in a different way. And, and I think they should have that choice. Yeah. So it's like I it's, definitely it's definitely think a topic it's, too where you can like say your pro choice like or and then in mm-hmm. the moment like being pregnant like all that can just go out the window exactly yeah, like just, i haven't you know, been in this yeah. situation to, to me like it's good to just have that option of like if i wanted I, to yeah i agree with you that's why i i yeah. think that just because i believe a certain way doesn't mean that other women believe that way so i think they should have the option and I, I, yeah. think, I think it's crazy with like a lot of this like even with like the legalizing of drugs i think people think if, if this is an option everyone's gonna start doing it it's mm-hmm. like no, it's just the yeah. fact of like that choice is there. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I feel like I I talk when I bring that topic up, I feel like a lot more people, uh, people I talk to, anyways, are against it, and like mm-hmm. it's crazy. So I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, I I yeah, yep, mm-hmm. okay. yeah. It's just it's choice, it's choice. This is a mm-hmm. heavy book. It's yeah. it's heavy, y'all. It's heavy, and we move table. on to part three, chapter seven. Yeah, we, should, we should start doing parts if we're if we're gonna yeah, be, like, get sidetracked. She does. <laughs> she does. Uh, she does do these things where like it breaks up the book into like certain parts. So like every time she's by herself, it's like the night part. Um, where mm-hmm. she's kind of left alone with the thoughts. And, and you, you didn't like those parts. You didn't like them. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Let me. We're in Josh. We're in Josh, Josh's corner. <laughs> I've been called out by Ray. So it's not that I didn't like it. Here's the thing: this world is so interesting and scary to me at the same time. And I get that she. This is her way of staying sane, and this is her way of like just kind of keeping processing everything and everything. Um, 
But oh my god, I wanted to know so much more about what's going on outside. And it's it's just it's uber descriptive. And even though we're explaining this to you guys that are listening, please read the book mm-hmm. um, because we're missing. She, there's so much beautiful detail. I mean, Margaret Art Atwood is an amazing writer. I'm gonna say it right off the bat. She's she great. I got thrown off with like the whole out of order thing, but when she's talking about like yeah. describing the room or the household or the handmaids, and she's dude, vivid I, memories. I should read this, dude. I felt bad for fucking offer it dude yeah i mean well like it felt i've the confusion and the stress and like the the depression it reading it it felt like these were my like i felt the thoughts in my head yeah you know what i mean? just like, i never I, felt so sorry for like a character especially reading a book you know mm-hmm. like yeah i feel I, like i felt for her dude. Like, yeah man. like i had like this right here just like this so, amazing writer she is and like how i how i feel bad uh this is offered saying i feel as if there's not much left to me they will slip through my arms as if i made of smoke as if I'm a mir- mirage fading before their eyes. Yeah, like, dude, that's, that's a beautiful fucking like, oh my God. That's some deep shit. But that's, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, not, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just that I was like, I just wanted, I want so, much, I wanted to see so much more. I wanted to know about so much more. But yeah, I there's so like, much. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of exposition. There's a lot of exposition, and it, it, I, I do like it better than catching the right stream of consciousness. Because it's a lot more. Because Offred is clearly she's an intelligent woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, she's she's someone that's educated, someone that's that reads a lot. She's someone that has a very um, strong worldview, mm-hmm. um, and I, I love that. That's what made it great. But again, it was, I didn't like. This is not like I was just like, oh my god, like I have so like I want to get to the meat of this. No, story. I yeah. get it. I get that. Um, so I, yeah, I got that too. But yeah, I mean, I didn't really. I didn't hate the night. I think what made it the the back and forward go easier for me is I, when I was taking notes, I, I figured out that writing flashback and present or flash forward. Same quotes. Yeah. I, I literally wrote, this is a flashback. <laughs> and, then I, <laughs> and then I would go down, read through, and then, oh, back to present. Right. So I yeah. kind of knew Dude, where I was yeah, at. That's good. Because I think I was telling you guys earlier, like, I'll turn the page, like, okay, I'm right here. I'm, I'm in her room. Bugging the commander's coming. I turn the page and I'm like, okay, wait, where am I at now? Yeah. <laughs> wait, where am I? Moira? Yeah. Is Moira with us? It's like, oh my god, what's going on? I just, I don't know what's going on. Where, where did Luke come from? <laughs> Nick? Um, so anyway, so in this, in her first night part, she we are introduced to her good friend Moira. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like when they're in college and Moira's just kind of like shooting the shit. They're just being pals. And then she jumps back, even more back in her memory. To go in like a book burning with her mom, which I'm confused because they were burning sex magazines. Yes. That's, that's the thing. Is the it was mom, their porno mags. Does the mom seem the mom seem liberal and conservative to me? Like at the same time, like she seemed feminist, but she also wasn't a feminist. Like I was very confused. The, on the mom just seems super old school. Dude. The that's- mom, I think. Okay, this is yeah. This is where it got a little tricky for me because. I think the mom is the a true like a feminist in its truest form because the magazines they were burning were like objectifying, Playboys, yeah, objectifying women. Just, that was just like making, Osmo. Yeah, they were making them like more subservient, like less than, like all those magazines are all about vanity and not right, not right. not Real necessarily women, women with education and power and and what really got me was like she was like you were wa- you were a wanted kid like you i i didn't just have you to please a husband mm. i had you because you were my choice i used some guy i told him he didn't need to be around because i didn't need him and i had you because i wanted you 
And I was like, okay, that is, yeah. Yeah. that's some, yeah. that's yeah. an independent woman. Yeah. I guess, I guess that when you said like, she's like an old school feminist, like in its truest form, that makes sense to me now because she does have those moments like where she thinks about where her mom like played fought with yeah. Luke. Mm-hmm. Luke was like, well, I think well, she, she's doing this for me. Yada, yada, she know? definitely met well and wanted, didn't want, I mean, she might've been grown up like mm-hmm. maybe the way this world is. And she didn't want any of that to be like, she didn't want to offer it being raised like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it just came out a little too aggressive strong. or yeah. too strong. strong. Mm-hmm. But her mom, her mom's a strong woman. It's definitely, what, definitely. what we learned. Um, and then she remembers when they were trying to escape, and Alfred's little girl was stripped from, was like, yeah. from oh her. god. And that was that's that's when you just like off, oh, like you you start getting now like how intense everything is. And like I said, it's these moments where I'm like, okay, she's doing this to like retreat inside herself to help cope with all this stress and all this like nightmare mm-hmm. that's happening around her we go, we, oh, you're using? no go ahead oh we good. go to chapter 8 there's new bodies on the wall a priest and, and two priest guardians and two guardian males that have been found uh, fucking gender treachery yeah that's what they call it which is stupid so yeah. stupid <laughs> <laughs> gender <laughs> treachery Offlin brings up the word mayday it's um, May. She just says May because you know it's like oh it's just like this is the month of, of May. Of May. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she remembers Luke saying, which <laughs> yeah. I thought was very interesting how how Luke said it came from the word Madez or help me. Yeah, you know. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. It took the handmaid. Explosion out of my head right now. Like, like, that's that's kind of beautiful. <laughs> um, and then there's like a funeral procession for a miscarriage. Uh, um, from the Kano wise, which is also a different the, the lowest class of woman. These are the men who aren't commanders, but they are married, and yeah. these these women can have babies too. Yeah, they can have they kids. Can have babies. They're, they're the poor. They're the working class wives. Yeah, essentially. And then they talk about Serena Joy and how you know she used to promote how a woman should stay in the home, a woman shouldn't have to work. And this is like we discussed before: is like yeah. this whole shit. And it amazes me, like, like how the fuck did you not expect this whole world or religion to backfire? You know, oh. <laughs> they never, they yeah. never do. Like she did not also, expect her rights to be taken away. She's like, like I, I was for this. Yeah. Also, Serena Joy's real name is Pam. Is that real? Yes. That's right. When you said she, that, I was like, yeah. oh shit, you're right. <laughs> yeah, Alfred was like, I remember her real name. It's Pam. Who would name herself Serena Joy? That's stupid. Okay, I hated her. I hated her too. Yeah, yeah, she, I hated her and Rita. I mean, I hated her, Rita. but I, get, I, I hated her, but I get where she was coming from. You know what I mean? Um, and then she goes home. She goes inside to her room. The commander's like outside of her door. Yeah. He's violating custom. He's vi- yeah, that's the thing. You right from the game, I was like, oh, this commander is mm. different than this. Well, see, when, you're, when you have a title as the commander, you don't think... You don't think rules He's lurking outside the door. Yeah. yeah. And just walks away slowly. As she's just like, oh, no. She doesn't know what this means. This isn't my office. <laughs> uh, so then chapter nine, we learn that actually Luke was married before he met Offred. And that she was... Was the other woman. She was the <laughs> she was. I thought about this, and I was like, yeah. "That's kind of crazy." Like, he, you've been waiting to say that all day. I was just like, you've been you know waiting. What? Bring this fucking podcast this metaphor. <laughs> yes. Um, how the other, because we'll get into why, but um, but you know, she she just misses her husband. Did you guys? Did you? And knowing that, did you guys like lose respect at all for Alfred, or did that? No. That, uh, what was going did you, your opinions on her change? No. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know how I feel about that. I think. I still I have mean, like I, mean, I don't know how I feel about it either. That's why I was. Like, I still have conflict. I like have conflicting <laughs> feelings about. It. I Mora Mora gets brought up 
in regards to the situation later on in the in the book and i kind of i kind of agreed with her i was like sometimes you just you gotta look but you can't touch yeah like that's yeah it's crossing a line you have to but i you know what I don't know. That's like, I don't know I, the I, circumstances. I you, situation. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you don't, I mean, <clears throat> like, I feel, I we're felt, not promoting cheating, by the way. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. no. Like, I was like, oh my God, I feel so sorry for this girl. And then I read this, I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. Well, see, that to me, you know? it's like, it's that's like, why I was like, oh, she was a handmaid before. Like, because, you know, like, in other words, like, mm-hmm. other women are technically handmaidens just because they're with someone and then, like, they're using another yeah. woman to, like, get their other. Because well, she says something where it's like, other women were used for things that they weren't getting at home. You know what I mean? Like that's what that's what men look for when they're or partners look for when they're yeah. they're cheating. You know, it's just something that they're not getting a home. Well, it's also a person. foreshadowing of her and the commander's relationship, True. and she takes advantage of that because she's he says. I'm not connecting with my wife. Which is why I say she was a handmaiden before. Yeah. yeah. I'm not title. connecting with my wife. So, yeah. So, is Luke, like, the commander? Was there any sense? No, they, they love each other. It wasn't mm-hmm. It wasn't so much the commander as it was Nick. We'll get into that. Because I think the commander made it... Well, that she, she, didn't have, she didn't like the commander at all. And well, Nick, she had somewhat no, of she, feelings. she kind of... He owed her. You know what I mean? Like you can't really. And she, he's old, and he treated. Even though like he did, she had no like choice him. with the commander. Exactly, it wasn't something that happened organically. She, Nick, she had, to, she had to do it out of fear because she mm-hmm. didn't know what was going to happen to her. Yeah, she's like, let's get this over. Like I have no choice. Yeah, you know? and like she, she warmed up to him, but, and then she like talked to herself, like let's fake it, let's make it good. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> she, she remembers mm-hmm. when we get to the ceremony night, where she remembers when uh, Queen Victoria was told when she was about to get married to like one of those Scottish princes. She's like, do it. Think of England. Like mm-hmm. in other words, don't think about it right. Now, just do it for what you know, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's a terrible thing to say to your daughter. But then apparently they there's a she's she's she studies the room because she's fucking bored. She has nothing yeah. to do up there. Enough. They don't give her anything, so she finds a, a carving in the uh, in cupboard. The, in the cupboard, and it says it's uh, Latin. It's Nolite de Bastardes Carbonadorum. Which I looked it up before I even said in the book. I mean, I'm not even going to question if you said that right. I looked it up better than what I would have said. (laughs) Don't let the bastards grind you down. Fuck yeah. And I was like, that's cool. I was like, damn, that's tough. Don't let the bastards grind you down. That's cool. That's so cool. Oh. And then, so then she she just assumed, she's like, okay, this was written by some handmaid before me. So she asked Rita and Cora, like, hey, who who was the girl before me? And they're like, oh, you don't need to know. And apparently, what why, why, why would you want to know? Yeah, well, one of the rules Aunt Lydia says is like, whatever the handmaids don't know doesn't hurt them, mm-hmm. which is true. And then she's singing songs like to herself, like she's making Amazing Gray. She starts singing a uh, what is it like? Oh, a uh, heart jailbreak or heartbreak hotel, um, and like songs with the word free in it. Music is forbidden. It's forbidden. You can't even say free, right? You can't say that. No, no, no. no. It's kind of like like little things like that, like kind of brought back to Brave New World. Can't say mother. Can't say father. Don't huh. say free. Well, Don't then, say free. Well, then it's interesting because then they talk about how uh, rape and stuff like this, and how Aunt Lydia like trivialized it by saying these things. And then she, there's a quote I read down like, "Such things do not happen to nice women." So, like in other words, like kind of like victim blaming, like yeah. like a sh- like a certain shaman we all know, just say how like women subject themselves to this, and because of how they dress, and that's why again, that's why the handmaids are kind of Fuck inclined that. to yeah. wear these like long ass dresses and cover their heads so they don't tempt men than they already do because they're the baby makers exactly <laughs> so the baby they're fertile mm-hmm. exactly they're fertile as hell and then she remembers Mora and her under the her lingerie under-hor- the lingerie part Party. her under I thought it was funny and she lived and she said I wrote the quote down where we lived in the gaps between the stories which I thought was like 
That's dope. Yeah, super yeah. beautiful. Again, this is just full of just beautiful writing. Um, in chapter 11, we go into it. She's taken for her monthly checkup. And, like, basically what it is, the guardian picks her up, takes her to the fucking doctor's office. And, you know, the doctor never sees her face. This, this, and this. But then something um, weird happens. The doctor... Yeah. Well, the doctor comes in all jolly, right? Yeah, he's like, what's up, honey? What's up, baby? He's like, hey, like stroking her leg and stuff. He, and, yeah, he offers his services to and her. Then, yeah, because apparently what he says is, like, some some uh, wives arrange it to where... Because uh, he even says, he goes, we know it's not you. We know it's the men. He goes, and I get, I'm pretty sure I, I, he goes, I've done it before. I can offer you a baby. Like, I can offer you job security. Like, let me, let's do this right now. And she's like, I, I don't know. He's like, oh, I've done this before. He goes, other other handmaids and wives have it arranged. And it sucks, too. Like, not just with the dog, but with the commander. She's just put in this position so many times where, like, what, yes or no, she doesn't know what to do because either or could be, like, the could be a shitty person. Yeah, it, she could, it, she, it could either it's, be good yeah, or it could be a test all, by an all eye. All have bad turnouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that's what it says, like the fear of choice, like she, she, the fact that she could have chosen yeah. her own destiny, like shakes her because of this whole point. It's been one narrow path, and then there's a fork in the road. Where it's like, do yeah. I sleep with the doctor, get knocked up, and claim it's the commanders, or do I fucking just reject it? And then him blackmail me by saying he didn't sleep with me, lie on my stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's just like the fucking like to me it recalls of like what Harvey Weinstein would do to the fucking actresses. You know what I mean? Like position of power, dude. Yeah, and that's what and that's yeah. and that's what like is so. Creep and and the thing that's like she you know she's in no position to argue it she can't say you know and and, it's and what, it, it could is. be an out you know yeah and that's the thing too and, and that's what's weird in this situation compared to like if it happened now is like this could be her way of like securing herself yeah. as like a, a good handmaiden mm-hmm. of like oh she's provided a child whereas like now it's like fuck no you can't but yeah but then the doc would be bullshit throw out blanks and then she gets fucking killed for and then the such. doctor blurabs like oh yeah, yeah. fuck that handmaid yeah. and, then, and then all of a sudden she's she's dead mm-hmm. uh, so that sucks and then we go to chapter 12 she's not allowed to take her own baths Cora has to be in the bath draw the bath for her and do all that because again they're, they're gonna commit suicide Jesus <laughs> it's so sad it's um, not good she can't handle looking at herself no she says I don't want to look at something that determines me so completely that's a good one oh, that's so sad <laughs> It like that totally ripped my heart out. Mm-hmm. Dude, like she really says did. things and I just feel for her. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Like she, I totally she, forgot she was like a homewrecker, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's an interesting part, I guess, when all the like shit was happening with like the infertility and stuff like that, where she was at the store. Her and Luke were at the store with her kid, mm-hmm. and some woman like just jacks her kid and tries to like run off with yeah. it, and the cops stop it. And how she's like, the Lord told me this was my baby, and I I could have her because this is mine, and this and this, and it, it's just like, it made it okay. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so then dinner gets brought to um, Alfred, and she takes the butter from the from the thing and puts it in her shoe. When I was like, why the fuck is she hiding butter in her shoe? In her shoe. <laughs> yummy, yummy. In the uh, tum tum. And, it, and basically, it's because uh, they're not offered lotion or any like cosmetic things. So mm-hmm. she, the, the handmaids use the butter, the margarine, to like at least put some lotion, which sucks. Yeah. Um, but anyway, chapter thirteen was on. She's practicing giving birth, which is something mm-hmm. they're encouraged to do, like to put the legs up and relax and to breathe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then we realize, too, that Moira ends up getting captured and put in the center later on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had another quote for yeah. this one, too. Man, there's so many. Like, so it, starts getting, it starts getting too intense. Um, maybe boredom is erotic when women do it for men. Ugh, that's wow. that sounds so sleazy, like in and of itself. It's <laughs> especially I, because of what happens later on, how the commander, like, mm-hmm. you know, uses her, her later on. Exactly. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, it's just gross. Because then there's another thing, too, where, like, the handmaids, the ants teach the handmaids that whatever happens to them is their fault. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's no one else's. If the commander hits you, it's not his fault. It's yours. It's your fault. If the wife chooses to, to, to throw you out, it's not her because she's it's jealous. Your fault. It's because of what you did. That sucks, dude. I, yeah, don't know, it's so I don't know how you one can live like that. Either, they don't. That's why they kill themselves. Yeah, which is another that's, reason yeah, that's why, why they go through so many handmaids. Yeah. Um, chapter fourteen. She summons to the living room because the ceremony is about to happen. So stupid. It's so weird how they call. it. <laughs> yeah. What I was like, I was like, what's the oh, ceremony? Just, yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's like a little shit. kid. Like, what's going on? Yeah. What's happening? It isn't just the commander Ooh. fucking reading verses. Well, they, well, yeah, they read the Bible, and it's the it's, yeah. the, it's the verse where. Um, well, will they? Well, before that, before that. Before they get to the Bible, um, they they have to wait for the commander because he's late, and she gets to watch the news. Oh, yeah. That's right. I wrote down heretical set of Quakers. I was like, <laughs> that's that's just so funny within itself, because Quakers are like some of the most peaceful religious people I've ever seen, and there's all, these yeah. motherfuckers out there burning shit. Yeah, so like there's a war going on. Then she says something how like the news like does propaganda like inflates mm-hmm. the numbers mm-hmm. and says certain things that aren't true. Yeah. Oh, dude. Does that, mm-hmm. that? I mean, Fox News. That doesn't happen, right? <laughs> right, guys. That's no. Bias news. Um, uh, whatever gets ratings, dude. Right? Yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. gets ratings. So she goes off. Talk. Yeah, and then she goes off daydreaming about um, how they felt when they were leaving to Canada. Yeah, and her name. Her name is never mentioned nope. in the book, no. and it's it's amazing. I'm glad Margaret wrote about it in the forward because Alfred mentions that it's the only thing that she has power over is to keep her name sacred and to herself. And then once she's free, she will be the first one to say it. Yeah. It's like, well, it kind of reminds whoa. me of like, what was it like in the Crucible with John Proctor? He's mm-hmm. like, my name. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Tell them my name. <laughs> and I mean, because it's it's true. You, you never, I guess, because we are so nonchalant with our names. Like, mm-hmm. you never know the power of like a name because that gives you identity. Mm-hmm. That gives you, yeah, that gives you a, a purpose in life is because of your name. And so, like, to have that completely stripped and just to be like of so and so, and to never have that mentioned again, like you, that that just takes away that person who they are. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, when, when she does remember her name, it's just, like, when she talks about her name, you're just like, it is cool that the author hides it, because it's like, she, she's not, she's not, we're not even going to know her mm-hmm. actual name, like, that's not for us to know, that's just for, between Alfred and her thoughts. Um, so anyway, so the commander finally shows up, he pulls out the Bible, he reads it, because they can't read themselves, mm-hmm. again, just like Brave New World, that dystopian yeah. thing, you make the subordinates not read, and then... They it's crazy how, like, dystopian pages make, like, the ability to read, like... So powerful. Yeah. That's why this podcast is important, guys. <laughs> important. That's just in was, case you miss that. I like pointed it yeah, to yeah, it like, Reading's important. <laughs> <laughs> Reading Rainbow. Uh, no, it's true. I mean and that and that's one of the things. Like that's always education's always the first to go because yeah. no one you can't you can't Knowledge is over, power. You can't rule over smart people because Knowledge. they'll they'll fight you every step of the way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you keep them ignorant, well, okay, you know what I mean. Uh, and then it just leads to questioning, too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see through the bullshit. denial. Yeah, denial. exactly. Um, Everyone's uncomfortable, right? And then she talks about when Mora tries to escape. Right? <laughs> they are. What is happening? I, I, I picked that up like Laura. Let's get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We're like. <laughs> 
even halfway down the book. Oh um, my god. So anyway, so so they talk about when Mora tries to escape by faking a sickness, she gets caught and the ants beat her feet so they're swollen, so she can't walk. She can't even fit in her damn shoes. And then this is really depressing. After the reading, they're supposed to take a moment of silence, like a prayer, and then you just hear like flick and Sugar Joy like start crying. I know. And it's like, what the fuck? Like can you imagine just like quieting? <laughs> my god, I mean like yeah, I, I mean, she's a, That's she, I get, she's, she's I hate it's from. protocol, but she's literally there watching her husband. Yes, let's get to chapter 16, mm-hmm. because the ceremony... That was weird. Is is what, <laughs> I saw this episode on the show. And even was like, oh, really? Yeah, they oh, showed shit. the show. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? I would love right to see that. <laughs> because it's funny because like okay so basically what happens is the commander has sex with a handmaid on, on, on ceremony night yeah. on, in front of everyone right yeah. well, no, 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 no. they go to the room she's supposed to just he's not even supposed to mount like he's just like far away like on the edge of the bed he enters her and then the handmaid is spread across on top of the wife like the wife her head is well, her on, head's like on her the pelvis. wife's yeah. stomach on a stomach so it's right? like to symbolize the connection between the two yeah she's like hold, like Serena Joe's holding her hands. hands but like she's squeezing off her hand like cutting into her skin because she's so pissed at what's happening meanwhile the commander's not even making eye contact he's like looking no up, one's making eye like, contact so with anyone he's like trying to, he's like she, mm, she yeah. says it's it's not love making. It's not passionate. It's just it's, her job. It's, it's fucking. Yeah. It is for the sole she, purpose. It's very I would call it fucking. I would just call it like it's just penetration. It's, yeah, it's just penetration. Meant to get the it's like yeah. come and come and go. Can't even call that baby making. No, you can't even call that baby making. Yeah. No. That's why there's no babies being born. People are just trying to like <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, it's just a poor Serena. So she went from crying to this. Yeah. Well, that's why she's crying because she knows, she knows what's next. Exactly. And that's, I mean, can you imagine, like, you, the wife you've been married to for so long and then fucking a woman, like, right in front of her, knowing that. Once a month. To, once, once a month. Knowing this has to be done. Like, that's so sad. Yeah. And of course, like, once it's done, he leaves the room, zips up his drawers, and Serena's like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Dude, I was gagged. And then she said she stood up and, like, cum was dripping down her leg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's supposed to lay there for like a minute and a half to like let everything like soak in. Yeah. As, well, I can't believe yeah, that. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Say that. Um, but she's like, get, the, get out. Which I get. It's just like, get the fuck out of my bed. Like, you, you've defiled this bed for so long. Anyway, she goes back to her room. She uses the butter to, 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 um, to moisturize. But then she goes downstairs, right? Oh, wait, hold on. Okay. She wants to I steal. Her, I totally remember this. I just read this right now. When after the commander comes... Opera says, and it was weird because, like, and then Serena Joy exhales. Or, like, she, well, yeah, because, like, <sighs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my god. I just wanted her to light a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so later she goes downstairs, she wants to steal something. Nick follows her. Nick, my turn. And fucking kisses her. And, like, this Dude, is like. That was hot. Just, that was steamy as hell. Yeah. And I think because Nick, Nick wants it. She For wants sure. Nick because, like, Nick is, like, a little bit more her speed. You know? More yeah, her he's age. sexy. Nick's he's sexy. He's got this old guy that's, like, she has to have sex with. She's like, man, I don't, like, I don't know where his tan stops. Yeah. That's what he literally is. like, whoa, wow. Well, I, think, I think what makes it sexy, what makes it sexy is that it's forbidden. Mm-hmm. Forbidden it's, it's fruit. That, it's that whole thing it's where it's that, like, yeah. it can't happen. Because she still loves Luke. She wishes that she could be with and him. And at some point, she's she like, like Luke. changes like Nick. Yeah, and she's like, Luke, so, this, this she, is Luke in Nick's yeah, body. Yeah. She, I was just, you took the words out of my mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, every time uh, I hear her talking about Luke or Nick, I feel like it's one. It's like, that one person. It's just one person. But like, it has to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it has to be. She needs that. 
But what's funny is, like, after the kiss, he's like, oh, by the way, the commander wants to see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Thanks for the kiss. Mm. Like, wait, wait, what? I thought that was once a month. She's like, that was once a month. So anyway, so then again, it's another night scene. She goes back to her room. She's thinking about her daughter and Luke, and she's like, okay, Luke's either dead. He, and then she describes, like, his death scene and his corpse and the bullet in his head. Or he's caught and being tortured, or he's alive and he's leading the rebellion looking for her and stuff like that. So this is, it's just her, like again, just her thought process trying to cope with everything that's happened. Yeah, and then, sorry, I have something here. No. Again, how like alone and like dead she feels. Like she, I have this written that I'm like a room where things once happened and now nothing does except the pulling of the weeds that grow from outside the window blowing in a dust, bone and dust across the floor. Jesus Christ. It's like, dude, she yeah. feels, she feels, not, she feels empty. She doesn't feel like she's yeah. anything. She's, she doesn't feel human. Which kind of like, especially after that fucking sex with the commander. <laughs> we wouldn't even call it sex. Yeah. After that job. <laughs> yeah. After she did her work. Um, her duty. Yeah. It just, she I calls mean, it a business it almost, transaction. It almost kind of sounds like detached, like a, a rape victim would. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, just, like, completely... Well, it is, I mean... It's technically... She says, in in here, she says it's not rape because she signed up for it. But she knew... But this, this is where I'm going. This is where I'm going. She says it's not rape because she signed up for it. But they didn't give her an option. No. It was either go to the colonies and die or, or subject yourself yeah. to this. Yeah. So it... Like to me, it still it's is rape. rape. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? it's like, exactly. It's like, well, it's like I had to. It's, so it's not rape. It's like, yeah. no, no, no. They're forcing you to have sex with this old man. Exactly. That's rape. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think she had to. She had to. Um, God, justify dang, it. Justify it. Thank you, sir. Yeah, okay. She had to justify it in order to not feel like. Used and, and like, yeah. Yeah. Accept, like this was my choice. Yeah. And this is what she I got to do. Now. It's the survivor's instinct at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so moving on, chapter 19, Off Warren's about to give birth, a.k.a. Janine. So, like, it's a big how to do. The I hate all get together. They go in this big van. Some of them are crying. Some of them are praying. They're so happy. Um, they mention unbabies in this one, which we learn are, like, those that become out, like, mutated, deformed, yeah. have broad heads. They're just fucking eight feet. Yeah. Kill them, right? Yeah. Heart murmurs. Yeah, heart murmurs. Anything with a any- defect is considered an unbaby, and they kill them. Web feet. Well, yeah, <laughs> Evolution, yeah. yeah, because they don't have the the tech. I mean, they had the technology to determine whether or not there was going to be uh, whether or not the baby was going to be healthy, and then they took it away. And now the doctors aren't even involved in yeah. the process. What yeah. sucks to get to is they mentioned that now there's no more drugs in childbirth. Epidurals are no longer a thing because it's bad for the baby. So the woman has to experience a natural childbirth. Fuck that noise, yeah. dude! I have some friends that have done the un- that have done the natural child childbirth. Good for them. They're yeah, probably, I. I'm gonna take that epidural. I mean, I because I've I've had shits that are painful. <laughs> we taken, all I've taken have. Shits that are just too painful and wish I had drugs. So I can't imagine pushing an actual. I don't want to know what that feels like, but I'm taking the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not even a question. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take drugs. I'm not even like having birth. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, you guys remember like in middle school, junior high, when you watched the the. The big thing. Oh going my into god! Dude, oh you know my what this god. means? What? I get to watch the burn. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody and look, look painful and scary. Don't yeah, everybody like, comes out like looking white. The woman's yeah. like fucking like vain. Like she's all it was purple bad. from screaming. I can't believe they show that to us. 
Yeah, they wonder why we're all fucked up. <laughs> so anyway, um, so they go to the house. Offworn's commander's house. It's like super nice. Apparently, he's like a little bit more. It seems to be he seems to be a little more rich than her own commander and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the wives also get to witness, and there's like a big like party. But the handmaids don't really get to uh, partake in any of the like fruit punch or the no, cakes because apparently like, too much sugar spoils. And- yeah. <laughs> But someone spiked their punch, oh, yeah, so like they that. do get yeah. drunk. They, they get a little like, bit of food Fuck punch. yeah! Who's that? Good, good for Who that. Who is that? They deserve it. If anyone deserves to be drunk this entire time, it's a goddamn handmaid. Yeah, they get to watch a baby getting pushed out of a little hole. Yeah, and then apparently <laughs> in chapter twenty explains that like when a when a commander has a kid, he gets a promotion. Yeah, so I mean, that's why it's a good cool. job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like hey, can they wife? fucking <laughs> promote the wife for real? Come on now. Promote the handmaid. Promote somebody. No, well, the hand property. Well, uh, no. Well, when they do get pregnant, they're not handmaids anymore, right? No, they still they're still. They handmaids. stay handmaids. They stay handmaids. But they again. don't. They don't have to go to the colonies when uh, they get old. Because uh, they get taken care of. Because it's like okay, you you provided your service for us. <laughs> yeah, they probably turn into Marthas. Got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Socks. Yeah. So no, they're still trapped. <laughs> um... And then, and then this was very interesting because she talks about how like the conditioning happened in the center, and how like they would show them like really intense hardcore porn, like rape scenes, and they would show the women getting like mutilated and cut up, and, like oh, into that just, was disgusting. Just, just to kind of show them like this is what how women were thought of now back in the day, like mm-hmm. we've, we've yeah. which I I mean I understand like that's. But there's a you don't have to fucking put them in servitude like no, and you don't mm-hmm. have to put them in like forced prostitution. And then they talk about unwomen. They talk about these unwomen that were like trying to help and stuff like that, which I assumed were like scientists of some sort that were trying to like further advance of like birth control yeah. and helping women have uh, children. Um, and then she talks about her mom, which I wrote down this quote, which is really funny that her mom says it says a man is just a woman's strategy strategy to make another woman. I had that same thing highlighted. Ooh. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I thought that was funny. I was like, yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt that if there's more women in the her world. Her mom saw what the world was coming to, and so did Moira. Yeah, Moira called it. Her mom called it. Saw it, and I think she also knew, like, that was always there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's still, it's there. It's now. now. It's still now. Um, in chapter 21. Chapter 21, all the handmaids She's like, contracting. They're, they're chanting like, breathe, 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 push, push. push. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Um, I think Josh wanted me to jump on it, but you took over. That was, that was, that was, that was, <laughs> push, 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 push. How many times did I say it? Five or six? Three times? I don't know. I don't know. Five, three? I don't know. Seven times? Anyway, so then... Uh, she talks about when she met Alma at the center, uh, which is another friend of hers. And then she, the and then off Warren's trying or Janine's trying to like get up. She's like, I need to walk around. I need to I do need, this. I need to shit. And yeah, and, and they're like, okay, get her the get her the get her the pot. Get her the pot. And she shits the pot. Get it? Yeah, she yeah, yeah. pot. Anyway, um, so then the birthing still happens, and again, it's so weird because then the wife has to get behind the handmaid. And, and like, pretend and like she's doing anything. She's doing the work. It's a weird. It's you can tell this is totally made up by guys and thought this is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> like let's put these women together. To it seems like the wives they need the handmaids to like survive. But, but honestly, you know what was really cool though. I if it were under different circumstances, I love that it was a tribe of women that was there to like support the one woman giving birth. Right. Like. I, um, not drugs. Yeah. I feel like that that happened a long time ago where women would come in and from the villages. From the villages sure. and like like 
help because that was going to be, you know, that's how the whole, the, the phrase, it takes a village mm-hmm. comes and from. I think that kind of happens now. Like when a woman has birth, like her mom's there, her sisters are there. Yeah. You know, like the, the nurses are there. Like it's a big fucking deal. It's a big, but, yeah, it's but, a big how to do. Yeah. Human but, life is not to be fucked with. <laughs> So I liked that, but not under these circumstances. Yeah, no. So she gives birth, and it's a girl, and offers its poor thing. Yeah, definitely. God damn. Poor thing. And they named her Angela. Fucking Angela. <laughs> Which is like Angel, but with an A, if you didn't notice that. Oh. So uh, we find out. Uh, we find out what happens to Mora. Uh, she. Uh, she escaped. She broke. She busted out, and then um, apparently she was. What happens is that the retelling is. Aunt Lydia, which is kind of like the main bitch of this whole thing that runs the whole uh, center, yeah, talks to Janine. For some reason, she confides in Janine. They never really go into why, unless I'm tripping. Um, she trusts Janine so much. But apparently what happened was um, Moira was like, I got to go to the bathroom. And then she was like, oh, the bathroom's clogged. So there's one aunt came in to check because apparently they did that every now and then. Um, anyway, so she goes in to check and then Moira, like a fucking boss, holds like the liver, like the sharp part of like the flushing liver, like up to her ribs and says, I know how to fucking gut you. Like, let's walk together. We're gonna, you're going to follow me. No sudden movements or I kill you. Yeah. And so and so she takes her, her, her cattle prod that they used to discipline him. And uh, she talks, walks her all the way down to the basement of the school. Says, take off your clothes. Give me your shit. And, uh, and she's like, fine. So she leaves. And then nobody knows what happened to her. She's walked off the campus. And she tied up the aunt. And so Aunt Lydia pretty much tells me, keep your ears open to find if anyone else... Janine's uh, a spy. Yeah, was involved, and then Mora more became kind of a beacon of hope for the for the handmaids. Yeah. Like, hey, you can we can get out of here. Like, it's, it's it's possible. Yeah, it's not it's not just a fantasy. Like, someone's actually done it. Like, if we think about it, we could actually do it. Uh, moving on to chapter twenty three. Sorry, we're going so fast. It's just a lot to cover uh, in so little time. I wrote this quote down in chapter. Uh, you will never be subjected to the temptation or feeling you must forgive a man as a woman. And she says this to kind of like. You know, as as to the reader, she's like, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, she she never has to feel like she has to say sorry to a man or like forgive a man for what he's doing. Yeah, yeah uh, I wrote, situation. I got another quote from that same paragraph. Yeah, yeah. Even maybe it's about who can do what to whom and be forgiven for it. It sucks. Yeah, because it's, it's like, like it's one of those things. Where how far can you go? The lines are blurred. And still, and still be forgiven In for what you're Yeah. Um, Fuck that noise. So anyway, so this is where the commander, for the first time, wants to see offered alone in his office, which is not mm-hmm. it's taboo. They're not allowed to yeah. do that. And no, no. He's like, and then she he's, thinks it's gonna be some kinky yeah, ass like, oh, shit. Stuff. It's gonna be like some BDSM uh, stuff. Yeah. But then he's like, and then was this broke my heart because he's like, he says hello. And she almost starts crying because it's like he she, greeted her like a person. Yeah. yeah, you know, he didn't see her as like a as a as a stock. He didn't see her as like praise be. Yeah, <laughs> blessed be the fruit. <laughs> I accept this offer. Um, and he's and all he wants to do is play Scrabble with her. Sounds sounds kinky. Sounds kinky. Um, and then after the game, gets weird. He ruins the whole thing because he's like, I want you to kiss me. And then she kisses him. He's like, no, no, no. Like you mean. Kiss him. And he's like, ah. Oh, uh, I, I feel dirty. <laughs> it gets, like, gets creepy. Yeah, I was like, ah. Okay, Grandpa. No, 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 no. Like you mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, Hard pass. Hard pass. Uh, chapter 24. She goes back into her room, and that's when she's like starts giving us details that she's 33. She has brown hair, which in the movie, in the show, she's blonde. Elizabeth Moss. Uh, and she's 5'7". And she's not sure. She's just struggling because she's not sure like what the commander 
yeah, but her circumstances have changed. She's she's yeah. gained power. Kinda, kinda, yeah. Well, and this, this is becoming uh, I don't know if a weekly thing, but it's coming. A, it's a thing. thing. It's, like, it's a habit. It's a habit. Um, but what's interesting is she remembers. Uh, back in school, watching a WWE uh, World War Two documentary about. Were the- you about to say WWE? <laughs> Get the fuck out. Like www.nazifilms.com. Uh, <laughs> oh my it's god! About, about this woman who was a lover to one of the the the, the one of the it was a Jewish Nazi woman who was a lover to one of the Nazi officers that ran the concentration camps, and how she was like humanizing him. You know, like she was like, oh, he. She saw him. some good in it. She yeah. saw some good in him because they were making love and stuff. But then in the documentary, so she committed suicide. Like. A couple of days after the interview, it's like fuck, fuck, and so that's what she compared herself to. Is like, does me doing this, like, am I just not seeing the evil that he's doing because I'm involved with him in yeah. this sort of way? And then she starts to laugh, like she tries so hard not to make it up because of just the irony and everything that's like, bubbling. yeah, it's an awkward situation. Mm-hmm. And so the most human thing to do at that moment yeah. is to fucking be. <laughs> that's a natural reaction to to crazy circumstances. Hell yeah. Um, so then we move on to chapter 25. I guess she fell asleep in, in like the middle of the night, like... She went to go lay by the, the saying on oh, the, the, the... don't let the bastards grind you down. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then Cora walks in and screams. She thought she was dead. <laughs> she drops the toast. And then we find out that the last, uh, reason... The, the reason why she screams is because the last handmaid actually hung herself from the chandelier in the room. Yeah. Um, and then... So basically what happens is that if we find out that, uh... The commander has made the arrangement, and the way that they will know is the subtle hint of Nick. If Nick wears his hat while he's screaming, like he's cleaning the car, and it's sideways or off tilted, the commander wants to see her that night. If it's straight on, or if he's not out, nothing happening. So the only problem that's happening is Serena Joy, because she's always there. She's either knitting, always there, or she's in the bedroom, and so mm-hmm. she can't sneak past that. And so women always find out. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they do. Uh, yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't get anything past a woman. Um, and so, you know, he's like, it's your discretion. If you feel like you can't make it, don't push it. And so even the commander knows what he's doing is shady. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's like, definitely. God damn it. So anyway, so they, the first time, you know, was Scrabble and a kiss. And then the second time... Um, they gave played Scrabble her. for a while. They, like, yeah. A couple times. A couple times. I mean, she doesn't really... I think they always play, right? Well, yeah, and then she was able to read, like, an old magazine, like an old Cosmo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cosmo. Because she's like, how do you still have this? And he's like, look, some of these... Oh, it's people, Vogue the yeah, first time. Yeah, Vogue, and then she reads, like, other stuff, and he's like, look, some people think it's... These old things are bad. He goes, yeah. like, I still keep them around. I think it's mm-hmm. great. Um, and then the fourth night, or the third night, she's like, I would, he's like, what do you want? He's like, tell me what you want. And she's like, well, she didn't want to ask for anything too big. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. She was like testing the wall. She's like, you know, we don't have hand lotion. So the next night, he gives her fucking hand lotion. Fuck yeah. The he, black mark to do Yeah. yeah. <laughs> black mark. You didn't get anything there. But what I find interesting, chapter 26 was very, some of these chapters are like super short. Like something like three pages. Yeah, it was four. nice mm-hmm. like reading these like, like fuck another chapter, but it was like too big. Yeah. Uh, chapter 26, she just talks about how the ceremony night is different now because now she's like kind of developing a relationship with him. And it's awkward. Definitely. Now. She's like, can Serena tell? Yeah, it's one of those things like and now he's like looking at her and stuff and there was like a moment where like he touches her cheek or her hand. And tries to. And now maybe like, life got a little interesting for Alfred, dude. For sure. Because yeah. now she's no, like, she's, she's tasting power. I think she, exactly. Yeah. It's just like, oh. She, she's got a commander in her back pocket, kind of. Mm-hmm. She's just, she's not property anymore. She's more than that. Now. Yeah. yeah. She, the commander is acknowledging her as a person. Exactly. Which uh, I think is good. I think this is good for Alfred. Yeah. <laughs> Ray is super concerned. I have so I don't. I'm I think so this is a good thing for her. I really do. I think this is a good thing. She's my soul. I feel like because one more day she was gonna kill herself. Just, <laughs> I wrote down literally 
She's a little happy now. For sure. She's a little happy now. It was a sunrise and a dark night. Um, so anyway, so then... They it's summer, summer now? It's summer now. And uh, the fish market is like... There's very limited stuff because apparently the fish are, might be going extinct, uh, extinct or whatever. They walk again, uh, off-roading off Glen, And they go to this thing called the Soul Scroll, which is like super weird. It's like this these machines that like constantly repeat prayer and it's one of those things like if you call it in it shows how pious and religious you are it's like a status thing it's not even like sincere yeah um but anyway off glenn tells her something very important and it's that she's a spy she's part of the resistance she's part of the rebellion and she's like i want you to be she offers offer like a spot you know Mm -hmm. um and offers like i don't know like you know and she goes well you know let us know again too she doesn't know she's bullshitting her yeah that's the thing because it's like that's she's. They're always in constant fear. It's like you I call it. She's everything. testing me. She's yeah. testing me to God. see. Dude, and then of course so the shitty. eyes come. Oh and yeah, and then they go back to the market, and these black vans just kind of roll up. And she's like, "Fuck!" And she's like, God. "Act normal, act and normal." And like, "Don't, don't, don't look, don't make eye contact." She's like, "But I couldn't help it. I had to look." <laughs> and I was like, "I get it." And they they totally grab this like random dude and like beat his ass. And like throw him in the van. Yeah. Um, and she's like, thank God. Yeah. She's like, yeah. And she goes, thank God it wasn't me, thank which God. is fucked up. But Praise it's the fruit. Yeah. <laughs> Praise <laughs> the fruit. Holy shit. <laughs> um, so then we go to chapter 28. She's shooken up other things before, but this yeah. is where like we were, she reveals a lot more about the events leading up uh, yeah. to what happened. So basically what happened, she used to work for a library. Um, that used to catalog the books into like digital forms, so, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, and then, so like she talks about how then paper money began to phase out. Like no more was like dollar bills yeah. and, and coins used. Mm-hmm. Like it was all like digitized and compu banks or whatever, um, they were using. So then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the president and all of Congress gets like fucking gunned down. Uh-huh. Like there's just like a full on assault. The constitution suspended. Yeah. And then, yeah. They blame it on Islam fanatics. Well, yeah. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Mm. <laughs> um, and, and so Mor- anyways. Mora so, said it. Look out. Here it comes. Here come the signs. And so the night before Offred's like, or, or Offred's like, you know. She's down there talking with the, you know, convenience store worker or whatever about what's happening and yada, yada, yada. And, like, she punches in her number, like, her code or whatever. She's fine. She goes out the next day. She's trying to buy cigarettes. And there's, like, some new kid. And she's like, look, just punch in my number. And he's like, I can't. It's not valid. There's, there's no money. And he's like, what do you mean there's no money? Like, I, I just bought some yesterday. Like, fucking punch it Which in. Which is the worst feeling. It's, the always, it's always the worst feeling. <laughs> Especially when you're I know. Oh, my God. Run that food. shit again. Run I know it. I had yeah. $4 in there. Especially when you, like, bought a date. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, yeah, this isn't working. So, like, um. Excuse me. Yeah, it works. And then go through, well, did you run it as credit? No. Well, that's what? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking run it as credit. Um, but then he's like, look, I don't know what to tell you. So, like, she tries it. He's like, call the bank because, like, I'm not getting anything. So, she calls the bank and then, like, no one is answering. And then she goes to her job. She's like, I'll go to the job. I'll go there. And then the boss comes down and says, hey, all you gals. I gotta let you go. I'm sorry. And then and like, he broke down. Yeah, he was like, Are you fucking kidding me? He's like, no, look, they're your fucking soldiers in my goddamn office. He's like, don't make a rush or they're gonna start coming in here and forcing it all out. Just leave. He goes, you guys can't work here anymore. Yeah. And she's fucked. like, and she's, she's not gonna call. No one's like, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. No one knows. There's no explanation. Then like, you have to fucking get out. So basically what's mm-hmm. happened is in this world, women can no longer work nor can they have bank accounts. Her bank account got frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically what happens is Luke now is, is in control of her, her, her finances. Mm-hmm. Um, she's property. So anyway, she comes back to the current reality she's in. She sees Luke's hat from the window, and it's sideways. 
Um, so then they continue along. Um, she uh, she sees Nick in the garden, and then this. Uh, oh no, no, I'm sorry, I skipped a part. Uh, she she goes with a scrabble round, and uh, she asks the the commander like, "Hey, what? I found this phrase uh, in my room. Mm-hmm. What does it mean?" And the commander's like, "Oh, it's some some joke we used to say. Like, it's not even real. It's like fake Latin. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know how you could fake Latin. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of hard to fake. But he tells her what it means." Um, and Alfred wants to like stop coming, you know, like she's, she's feeling like awkward about this at this point. Um, and he's like, no, 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 no. Like, you know, I, you ask me whatever you want to ask me. You know what I mean? Like it, he's, and again, she feels like she's being tested. So basically she's like, I want to know, I want to know what's going on. You know, I want mm-hmm. you to tell me, you know, what's happening anyway. Uh, and then chapter 30, she starts feeling like suffocated a little more and she sees Nick in the garden. She recalls the night she and, and Luke, uh, got their stuff together to leave. Like, when they planned to flee to Canada to move, uh, she talks about, like, getting her little girl, like, all the stuffed animals, how they wanted to, like, play it cool. The chapter 31... Jezebels! Uh, the Jezebel. Uh, are we there yet? Yeah. We, we are there. Yeah. No, 31 is when she, uh, off Glenn talks to her about her network, saying Mayday's the password. That's right. Um, and then she returns to see, and SJ is, like, invites her to, like, hey, can you hold this? She's knitting wool on a hot fucking summer day. Anyway, she's like, look... She's like, I think it's him. She's like, look, I know you want to have a kid. I want to have a fucking kid. Like, <laughs> it's him. So here's what I offer. Mm-hmm. You're going to fuck Nick. She's like, what? She's like, you're going to fuck Nick. You're not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'll arrange it. If you do this, I'll give you a picture of your daughter. Yeah, she's like, wait, what? 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 She's she alive. Yeah. yeah, she's alive. And somehow Serena Joy knows. And she's like, this fucking bitch yeah. doesn't even have the balls to tell me about my daughter. Like, she's kept yeah. this, Which I, again, I get. Because this woman is also fucking her husband. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things that yeah. you, get, you can't reveal all your your whole hand. You got to keep some cards yeah. in the, in the, under the table. You going to say something, Ray? No, 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 I agree with you. No, yeah. yeah. You got to. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so then, you know, that, oh, she gives her a cigarette. She goes, here, you can have the cigarette. Go ask Rita for a match. So Rita's like, ah, fine, have a fucking cigarette, whatever. Um, the oh, commander the commander is like, he's the commander of that, that, that day. And, uh, he asks her opinion about how things have turned what out. What a fucking asshole. That's kind of like dangling like string in front of like a starving like rabbit. Well, you know what I mean? Like just like, yeah. what you got? What you got? And, and her reaction was the best. She's like, I think you forgot about love. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Forgot about that. Well, I think you forgot about that. He even admits, he's like, better never means better for everyone. It always means worse for some. And it's like, if you, so going into this, you knew this wasn't a great solution, yet you still did it anyway. Went on with it because so anyway, it was the best for him. Yeah. So yeah. we go to chapter 20, 33, and there's they're off, they're off to this thing called Pravaganza, which sounds like a pretty amazing gay club. <laughs> uh, and then uh, so off Glint's like, let's go to the back section. They don't really listen to us over there. We can talk. We can reveal stuff. And then they see Janine. She had a shredder. And she had a shredder, which is yeah. a super crude-ass name for, like, a baby that wasn't healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she moved on. She has a new family now. Yeah, well, Janine had an affair with the doctor. That's right. So oh. that she took she, she, she took, took the, the doctor's offer, and then the the her commander's wife... Found out. No, she knew about it. Oh, that's The right. commander's wife set, set it up. It up. And then instead of having her back, she spread rumors about how Janine hooked up with the doctor, bitch. That's what, that's what sucks. Bitch. It's like, 
clearly it's the men at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it has nothing to do with the yeah. women and their eggs. It's clearly the dudes are, are shooting blanks. Yeah, and yeah. this isn't Janine's first kid. Yeah, that's a thing. She had, like, she had a kid other, outside. Right? She had a kid outside. And then she, and the last one was an eight-month miscarriage. Oh, Almost uh, full term. That sucks. That's yeah. just, that's terrible for anyone to go through. I can't imagine. Um, and then they, they, she talks about with Janine, there's one at the, at the Red Center where she, like, completely, like, just goes nuts. Like she just has like Janine this, does? Yeah, yeah she does. She has like this lapse, and Mora's like, "Hey, you can't fucking do this right now. The ants are gonna come in." Yeah, she starts acting a little crazy. Yeah, at this point. and Mora's and Mora like slaps her across the fed, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And, and so she snaps out of it, and Mora like drops a hint, like, "Hey, if I'm ever gone, this is what you gotta do. She can't be slipping up." Uh, so it reveals Mora knew she was gonna leave at some point. Um, so the commander takes the stage at the start of the ceremony. This is prayer against is pretty much where the angels come in and get assigned their wives. Um, and it's all an arranged marriage and stuff. And this is the whole thing where, um, you know, uh, when he talks to the commander, the commander said how they're help, they've helped, they've helped the women by assigning the men. So it's not so much, they don't have to put themselves out there. They don't have to go to the beauty regimens. They don't have to get waxing. They don't have to go to the workout gym. We just give them, we give them husbands and they're happy. And so he's like, what do you think is wrong with this? And we're just like, you overlooked love. And he has, and he kind of laughed. He's like, yeah. love He's like, the whole point of Leo's like, hey, look at the Cosmo magazines. Like, single woman, 35, looking for this, this, and this. And even Aunt Lydia is quoted saying, the whole love is not the point of this. This isn't about love. This is just about... A business transaction. It's about results. Yeah, and, yeah and, uh, I think Lydia says this too. I have this highlight. It's like, just do your duty in silence. When in doubt, when flat on your back, you can look at the ceiling. Who knows what you may see up there. Like, just, just, just fucking... Completely. Just lay down on your back and do your thing. Yeah. Just lay down and shut up and take it. And what's funny how I can, like... Here and with Brave New World, like love is just absolutely like the flame, really. Yeah, because I mean, that's love is such a complicated emotion. Love leads to, to thought, love leads to passion, passion leads to um, doing crazy things. But for a uh, world being run by a religious belief and just throwing love out there, that's, that's kind of like that's kind of the thing that gets lost on the religion thing. They focus too much, like, on the, the aspect because. When I was very revolved in religion, I know there was one thing where it was very important to remember is like how the Bible is purposely separated to an Old Testament and a New Testament, where the Old Testament is pure laws, right? Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no, there's no in between. It's how they interpret it. But then in the New Testament, when Jesus comes, his whole message is love. It's a yeah. redemption thing. But a lot of times when these fanatics take over, they focus so much on the rules part because mm-hmm. that's when everything is completely and pristinely laid out. And the, and the people that do that have the loudest voices. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's what everybody at least is like, oh, this is technically from the Bible. Yeah. This You're is right. Fun. You know what I mean? Oh, it's in the Bible? You're fucking right. Everything, things get taken out of context with Every fanatics. Every single time. Uh, but then uh, the commander continues with the ceremony where like he tells the women like their job and this is a very mm-hmm. this is a, a quote these, I wrote these, down by the way these women women are as young as 14 years old getting married so like what like 27 28 year old dudes Ugh. Ugh. anyways one of the quotes they say that's in the ceremony says not a woman not a woman to teach nor to usurp authority over the man but to be in silence so in other words you're just supposed to be seen not heard like no one, no one should ever hear what you have to say. Your opinion doesn't matter. You're just there for him. Well, it's just terrible. Uh, so then, Off Glenn tells Offred, "Hey, we know you're sleep. We, we know what's happening with you and the commander. You're spending a lot of time with him. Yeah. See what you see what we you know. can get." And so she's like, yeah. "Fuck! This isn't what? what I wanted." She's like, "I just wanted some lotion." <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and My then, hands are getting dry. <laughs> like, I just wanted to play Scrabble, read some magazines, and have some lotion. I didn't want to have this covert operation. Uh, anyways, so they go back, and she's remembering when like Luke and her were found out of the border. Apparently, like somebody, their passports were invalid. Yeah, so like Luke and Luke was like trying to play it all cool, and like put the car in reverse, like fucking let's get out of here. Yeah. And, like they ran, and then unfortunately they, they didn't walk out. Um, and then SJ comes to her room, SJ, and brings her Serena Joy brings her a picture of the of the daughter, and she sees her. For just, a minute. Yeah, she's like, she's older, she way, way older now, right? Yeah, she's like, she's got to be at least 10 years old or something like that, or maybe nine. She said eight. Yeah, she's in like in a first communion yeah. kind of dress and everything, mm-hmm. and you know, that's what happens. So then later that night, uh, third chapter of six, she goes back to the commander, and the commander is like, turn around, I got something for you. And I was like, oh no, don't turn around. Don't, don't turn, turn around. around. He's going to whip it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now things get kinky. Yeah. Uh, but he whips out this like old showgirl costume. And he's like, he has makeup for her. He's like, put all this on. Yeah. And she I'm taking you out. And he goes, all right, we're going out for now. <laughs> she was laughing. Like, before that happens, I got something for you. She's like, the checkers? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Chinese checkers? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, no, something more. Like, no, 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 no. I'm taking you out. Uh, I, so they, they make their way to this, this random location. And when they get out, he says, if she's worried about being found out. And he says, don't worry about it. If anyone asks, say you're an evening rental. <laughs> yeah, because basically what happens is they take Say you're a just... fucking evening rental. I rented this human for my pleasure tonight. Well, cool. Let's, let's be honest. These men aren't exactly the most stand-up guys in the universe right now. Uh, They're assholes. So anyway, so they go to chapter 37. They're passing through all the gates. He's doing it undercover. They go to this weird club, and there's tons of women. It's a hotel. It's a hotel it's a that she's hotel. been to. Yeah, with Luke. When Luke and her are having affairs, yeah. um, she's been there. And uh, there's just women with a bunch of men, like Japanese men. There's like Arabic men. Before, yeah. Far. And then the girls just wearing dresses. Yeah, or like their costumes. Yeah, costumes. It's like kind of like some weird like Playboy Mansion party type deal. Yeah. yeah. And like according to the commander, he's like, this is where business gets done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? Uh, and anyway, so then... And, Luke, and this also just shows you too, like not everyone... And agrees, agrees, agrees to the world, agrees to the just, religion. Just, just, doesn't he say like she's like, well, I thought this was all banned. He goes, hey, we're all human here. Exactly. You know I mean? It's like, like fuck this, you, this dude. It's like anyways. making them, making yeah. the, making the women seem like the, if you break any religious law, you're gonna go to hell, and we're gonna torture you, and you're probably gonna die and lose one of your body parts. But we, we can go love. fuck around <laughs> yeah, and this yeah. whatever. But we, on the other hand, can dip our dick in whatever we want. Um, and it's then, like she was like, yeah, so basically, like, by him taking her to this club, it's like, you being the handmaid's all for nothing. It's like, what is the point she, of this? She, yeah, you know what I mean? I like, she, those strictly religious beliefs, and like, we're over here fucking feeding this lie, you know what I mean? Like, Dressing, um, yeah, dressing up. <laughs> so then, who does she see? But she sees Moira. Moira! Moira! Oh, she doesn't even believe her. I don't know if that's Yeah, her. she's like, she keeps looking, and then Moira sees her, and like, she's like real nonchalant, and she like does this like head nod of when like. No, she like turns her back. She's like, I got five minutes to go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And so they, they go, and they meet up, and then chapter 38 is pretty much kind of Moira explaining how she escaped, and it's this huge how to do. Uh, we don't really want to get into it because there's a lot. There's basically this thing called an underground female road. Where women that want to leave um, just kind of jump from place to place. She got actually got sold out by these like old couple. They found her. They took her in a camp, and they're like, "Look, you can be a part of the colonies, or you can do this." And she's like, "Fine, I'll fucking work at the Jezebel Club, whatever." <laughs> um, Jez. And then Alfred goes on to say, like, after that conversation, I don't know what happened um, to Mora. So the chapter thirty nine. 
The commander gets a hotel room. Surprise, surprise, surprise. surprise. She goes. So she goes to the bathroom. She's remembering all the stuff. She like smells the soap. Oh, and then she remembers Moira saw um, her mom in the colonies. So mm-hmm. what the colonies were were just these like things where they send the unwomen, like people that didn't want to agree with it. Some weren't that bad. Some were just cleaning bodies off the street. Some of them were the worst ones. Were, like part of like where the chemical like landfills were. And stuff yeah. Like that. So in the show, it's just awful. The show, the oh, the colonies, the colonies oh, really? are really bad. Uh, they just go there to die. They go there to die. Pretty much. I mean, that's what it is. It's just a death sentence. Yeah. She even says like where the like skin peels off, like rubber gloves and stuff. Uh, but she saw her mom in one of the videos there, and she was just like, "I thought my mom was dead." Um, and then the commander's like, and so she goes back out, and the commander's like, "I know it's ceremony night tonight. <laughs> I thought we could uh, try it out." And then like she's like, "Okay," <laughs> and like he takes off his clothes because the whole thing Again, like is clothes. No choice. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, should we turn off the light?" It's like, "Yeah, fucker." Like, what is <laughs> this? Isn't joyous for her? Like, um, so anyway, so they fucking they fuck, um, and then chapter forty, uh, they go back, and she has sex with yeah. Nick. After she had sex at the hotel room with the commander, she goes back. Well, door. Serena George's like, I got something for you, right? And doesn't she lead that? Doesn't she make that happen? Yeah, she's like, she's like, okay, it's time. Yeah. So she has to go to fucking Nick's uh, little one room shack above the garage and stuff. <laughs> um, and, then Nick, and then she describes like this really hot, steamy scene. She's like, no, nah, I wish that's how it happened. Pretty much what happened was he was just like, yeah. come on, let's He's do like, it. Let's do this. And they did it. They did the deed. They did it. And then chapter uh, 41. 41. More sex with Nick. And then Nick. she's, yeah, she's like, oh, she starts she start falling. Back to more, she more starts falling sex. falling with Nick. She kind of yeah. starts catching feeling for him because, like, sex with him now is, like, more intimate. It's not mm-hmm. like with the commander. It's, there's more. He's, he's It's mutual between them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and meanwhile, she's, like, Hoffman's on her back, like, being like, hey, like, fucking tell us what's happening with the commander. Yeah. She's like, I don't want to do this. Uh, and then she tells Nick, I think I'm pregnant. She's like, I think, I think, oh, yeah. I think I got it. Like, I think we're good. I got it. He's like, it's your, she's like, but I don't want it to be the commander. Like, I want it to be yours and it'll be stupid, you know, and stuff like this. So the chapter 42, um, they get called cause there's a salvaging involved. And what salvaging is, it's kind of like a public hanging. It's a public humiliation. Um, it's the same oh, the handmaids, fucking right? witch the trial. And, and the, it did sound like that. And, yeah. Right. <laughs> and the, and the, it's one wife and, and two handmaids that get hung. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a, it's a public hanging. And then we see Aunt Lydia. She's of course in charge of it. That, but this is the first that we see of Aunt Lydia. Cause yeah, throughout the whole book, she's just referenced. Yeah. Cause even she said, she was like, it was funny to see Aunt Lydia because this whole time I thought she was just like a piece of thing, uh, like a fiction. I thought I she was know. just in my head. Yeah. And it's like, turns out she's real. Uh-huh. And we're like, Oh yeah, she's real. Um, so then hey, chapter 43 after hanging, they bring forward this guy and he's like all the, and so like all everyone leaves but the handmaids like stay in the circle and she bring the guardians bring in this guy he's like this guy raped a handmaid like he flat out raped him we shot his other friend you know do what you must on this one she, she quotes a I have the bible verse here she quotes a bible verse and it's a Deuteronomy uh, chapter 22 verse 23 to 29 and the, the verses this is from the contemporary English version if a man is caught in town having sex with an engaged woman who isn't screaming for help they both must be put to death the man is guilty of having sex with a married woman and the woman is guilty because she didn't call for help even though she was inside of town and people were nearby take them both to the town gate and stone them to death you must get rid of the evil they brought into your community if an engaged woman is raped out in the country only the man will be put to death do not punish the woman at all. She has not done nothing wrong and certainly nothing deserving death. This crime is like murder because the woman was alone out in the country when the man attacked her. She screamed, but there was no one to help. Suppose a woman isn't engaged to be married and a man talks her into sleeping with him. If they are caught, they will be forced to get married. He must give her father 50 pieces of silver as a bride price and can never divorce her. 
Um, so that's kind of basically the first part of, of it was uh, when they supposed to kill the man when the woman had no choice. So basically, all the handmaids just knocked the shit out of this guy. But mm-hmm. what, what's interesting is Offlin was the first one to do she it. Like, she pushes through and she just starts kicks beating him in the head. Him. Yeah, she knocks that fool out. And Offred's like, "What the fuck yeah. is happening?" And Offred like tells her, like, "Hey, he, he he's not a rapist. He's actually one of our guys. Yeah. Like, and he's drugged. I didn't want him to say anything, so I <laughs> killed him as fast as I fucking could. Fuck. I fucked him up. Yeah. Um, and Offred just him like, or us. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And Offred just wants to go home. So Offred goes home. She's chilling. This is well, isn't this where we also see Janine coming back with like a, a chunk of his hair? As oh well? yeah, and she's like, "Hey, Janine, what's going on?" Janine has like fucking like a scalp. Like, she's like laughing too. Yeah, she's like, like hey. she's, she's gone mad. She's crazy. Janine, man. Poor Janine. Poor Janine. She's a piece, man. She's a piece. Yeah. Um, so anyway, chapter forty-four. She goes back and then she's ready to go shopping. Um, New and then, and then she's, she sees Auckland and she goes and then she's like, "Wait a minute, you're not Auckland." She's like, "Of course I'm Auckland." Hey, yeah, what are you like, talking about? That is she's like, blessed be the fruit. Fuck. New Auckland sucks so far. That must be like a mind fuck. Like, wait a minute. No, no you're not. You know? Like, yeah, no, you, I am you, like, you, you make That definitely messes with your head. Yeah, because you make friends with these women, and then next they're replaced, but they're replaced with And they're the same name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, and they're it's all the jolly at first. Because they're just property. Yes, what are you talking about? I am off then. Praise God. Yeah. yeah praise <laughs> the fruit. The, the weather is quite nice today. Like, yeah, oh, God. I'm driving now. Like, under the no, eye. Under Ooh. his eye. Yeah, or under. Because, and then she says, where she's like, I, I, my, I got my sense of jeopardy back and you know she got lazy she got she got mm-hmm. too comfortable with Avla yeah. because she knew how she was it's like fuck she's, cause then she started saying stuff like slipping up she was like a beautiful maid age she was like what it's yeah, she really, and then she's like questioning I'm like is this I don't know yeah she's like it's and then basically what happened is, and she's like the, the eyes were coming for your friend and she hung herself before they got to her and she just took off. She just left Offred with that. Oh and Offred's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so then all, everything starts unraveling because in chapter 45 is when she walks up and Serena Joy sees lipstick on the collar. You fucking bitch. Like, After all I fucking did for I you. I trust you. Yeah, she's like, go to your fucking room. I don't want to see it. Anymore. Yeah, because like, they're like, towards the end of before this happened, you can tell like Serena Joy didn't hate her as much as she did at the beginning. Right, because then, you know. I mean, she let her have some I think, Yeah, I think, it's, I think <laughs> Serena Joy was like, okay, you we'll keep it. She gave her a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, she's her like, Team. Let's work together, and then it's like, oh, now you're fucking my husband more than you have to. Like, that's it. Go to your room. So Go to she, your room. <laughs> yeah. Go to your room. And so, like, she's like, fuck. So the last chapter is literally like her sitting in her room, and then she sees this black van pull up, and she's like, fuck. So she knew. So anyway, she's going to leave. Nick comes in the door. He's like, hey, these guys are mayday. Like, just do what they say. And she's like, and Nick kisses her, and then goes like down the other steps. And and Nick, and she's like, I don't know what to believe right now. Like, I don't know whether or not these people are actually who they say they are. Or, or if I'm going to die. Or if I'm going to die. And so the, and like Serena Joy's like, bitch. She's like, fucking you. Because Serena didn't call them. No. They just showed up. And even the commander's like, on what grounds? Let me see the papers. And they're like, sir, I can't show you these papers. Like, but just know we're here on good authority that we have to take her in. And so like, Serena Joy's like, oh, you're, and so they're all looking at her. And Alfred's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. She's like, and I stepped into the darkness, or was it the light? Yeah. And that's how the book fucking ends. Ha ha ha! Yeah, I did. And I was pissed. I was like, okay, now there's actually a fucking story. Like, shit's about to happen, and it ends. Watch yeah. the Hulu show. I was sweating, dude. I was like, oh my god. I'm sweating now. Uh, I was like, I was I mean, we all sweat. Like, How's there only two pages? Pass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. It's fine. It happens. Um, so that's it. That's that's Handmaid's Tale. Um, it was intense. And then there's an epilogue too. Or there's an yeah. epilogue. Yeah, we we kind of just take it away, Ray. <laughs> yeah, Ray, Ray. Ray read this. Ray read this. We we read <laughs> well, it. It was, it was easy. I mean, there was basically 
it takes place in the future, like a hundred, I think, or maybe a hundred years after this. And it's just a lecture class. And there's professors talking about the tapes that they found. And I guess Alfred record this whole book is the tapes of Alfred. Yeah. And so that's why it goes back and forth because they, the professors that put the tapes together, they didn't even know if it was chronological. Yeah. And then, then the thing was too, is like they couldn't find any of the names she mentioned. So like they just assumed she they, made they up these names, protect identities yeah. Yeah. and to not, they don't even know where her whereabouts were. Very like, interesting. That was crazy. Yeah, um, but basically, I guess it kind of doesn't end on a happy note because we, we learn later on in the future that shit falls apart. Yeah, it, go, it kind of goes. The whole thing didn't work out. Yeah. Praise be. Praise, Praise be. be. Um, <laughs> Praise be. So here we go. We're doing this. We're doing the grading scale on what we think it is, whether on readability and how much we enjoyed it. So on a scale of one square of margarine to ten squares of margarine, for those moisty for those moisturizers out there, Ray, what's your score? Struggle with this one. Yeah. Be honest. Um, six point five. All right. This six point five. My lowest. My lowest grade. What, what gave it the low? Why the low grade? Just like the readability, or was it just the uh, content? Or? I guess it just took me a while to jump into it, and then also the whole until until you know like the whole backstory or not backstory the whole I just didn't know like the the structure of it. I guess. I got okay. So I threw me off when it would be at one point of the story, and then it would like flashback to another part. Yeah. That, that kind of got confused a couple times. Uh, okay. I get it. Lauren, how many squares of butter? Um, nine. Nine squares nine. of butter? Nine. Why mm-hmm. is it such a high rating? Um, I think it's super relevant mm-hmm. to what's going on in the world today. And I, I liked jumping back and forth between... Because I feel like that's what a stream of consciousness is, is like... How we think. It's how we think. Is It was very... Like, it took me a while to kind of get the pattern of, oh, well, she thought of this, and that reminded her of that. Um, but the, it was just so specific, and everything was so detailed and graphic. And I'm a, like, I'm a very visual person. Right. So that helped me see the picture. I get it. Um, I do agree with the stream of consciousness. It kind of reminded me almost of, like, Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse-Five. Um, I don't know if you guys have read it. No. Uh, we might read, we might read it on this podcast. He literally Five? no, we haven't read it. <laughs> Slaughterhouse Five. Slaughterhouse Five. Um, it's kind of like that. It jumps around. Uh, it's confusing at times. You don't know what's real. You don't know what's what's in the present. Um, but I I liked it. I liked the writing style. The story's intense. Um, so I'm gonna have to give it eight squares of butter. Eight. Eight squares of butter. Uh, like Lauren said, super relevant, super touching. Um, it's crazy. Uh, it's mm-hmm. scary. It's almost like it's it's like a horror book. It's it's like, like, I don't hate the book. My right, right. Yeah. Like I like the lowest rater over here. Ray's it was a good book. <laughs> Ray was the shaman the whole time. Oh uh, no, just no. I get it. I mean, this this type it's of writing tough. style it's, it's tough. tough for everyone. Yeah. You have to like really commit to like understanding it and reading it. And I, the reason why yeah. I only understood it it's, is because yeah, I kept notes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what kept Same. me grounded. And it what definitely got better as you read it. Like the last. Mm-hmm. Second half of this book was awesome. No, yeah, it starts off slow, but what sucks is like for me is like it ended on such a high note that I was mm-hmm. like, no, 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 I need closure. I need this for me. Yeah, and then it, I think that's why I rated low as well. There was no closure. We don't know what happened to Luke or the daughter or her or her uh, or Nick or if yeah. she had Nick's baby. This is this exactly. too much. It just it just it was left with a bunch of questions. Yeah, a lot of I questions. feel like though that's that's kind of what 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 our society ingrains in us is that we need some sort of closure, closure. on things, but I don't think our, I was thinking most of the time, I was like, that's nice. I was like, it ended like life does. Is like, like, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. 
what's going to happen. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you stuck with us through this whole thing, uh, you're a champ. Uh, so, basically, <laughs> yeah, so please reach out to us. This is obviously one of the most, I don't want to say controversial, but this has a lot of heavy topics that we can talk about. Please reach out mm-hmm. to us. Let us know what you think. We're on Facebook at Not Your Mom's uh, Book Club Podcast. We're on mm-hmm. Instagram at Not Your Mom's Book Club Podcast. And on Twitter at Not Your Mom's Book. You can email us at Not Your Mom's Book Club Podcast at gmail.com. Um, get in touch with us there as well. Our next book, we're going to take a break from the dystopian and the depressing. Uh, and we're going to go to Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Uh, we're going we're gonna to stay on the feminist side. We're going to see a little more of the female point of view, but from a more humorous, uh, lighter side, I guess would be nice to say. Uh, Ray, do you have anything you want to address to the to the listeners out there? Uh, keep listening. This is you guys get us going. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so, it's true. Lauren, it's it's really important to stay current on uh, in what's going on with the world. And like Margaret Atwood says, history has a tendency to repeat itself, and maybe by detailing it so specifically we'll be able to prevent some of those things from happening and it starts with us it's true um very good and i think i think that's why i don't want to over like this podcast it's it's important i think because you know the whole point of this is to help people like us like young adults like us inspire to read you know what i mean because it's it in this in the society it's so easy to not read because everything's just fed to us mm-hmm. um, but we can't take anything at face value anymore yeah. we really can't mm-hmm. we have to read we have to research and i think that's kind of you know that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do this this podcast because of josh this is the most books i read in one year you know we yeah. technically yeah. <laughs> Amen. Like four, this is like four books we've read four, so this far. is the fourth book this i've read this book. year we're going on five this is a big deal um this is more than i've read at school when i was <laughs> in school yeah, um and, and you know and i feel i don't want to say like i feel smarter but i feel like you know when i watch like now that i want to watch like tv shows and stuff like their movies i get references now yeah because mm-hmm. like, like oh shit I get like this. i get it it's like i understand mm-hmm. um it's like a light bulb that clicks but it's it's been fun yeah. it's been great uh please spread this around because you know we definitely want to hear everyone's opinion um you know it's just three of us but i know there's you know hundreds thousands of you guys out there listening Hopefully thousands. <laughs> it's wishful thinking. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much. We love you. Stay classy and keep reading bookworms. <laughs>